What is going on, everybody? And welcome to episode number 53 of the best goddamn podcast on the motherfucking internet. It is the pre-patch podcast, boys and girls. And we're back. The whole crew is here. We got Enigma. We got Scruffy. We got Bill. And we got me. So it's time to buckle up, sit back, relax, strap in, strap on. Whatever you want to do, you know, hey, it's like hey, two okay, hours, man. Well, Look, there's plenty of time. You should have heard what was going on before the podcast. We're already dude, a Craig, spicy. Dude, Craig has got it. Uh, <laughs> Craig's got the insider information on yeah. what goes on beforehand. Hi, Craig. Craig knows all and sees all. Hi, Craig. But welcome in, everybody, um, across all of the interwebs, whether it's Twitch over here on our channels with Enigma and Scruffy and mine, or you're over at YouTube with Billy Space the Space Squid. Make sure you get them fucking underscores out of there because nobody wants them. Nobody needs them. We're live. And hopefully you are live with us. And again, if not, well, you can go listen to us after the fact. We're all the way up to 52, caught all the way up. So this episode, you'll be fresh and ready. Anchor.fm backslash repatch podcast. Just saying. Go check us out. Fucking dope. What you want? Everybody, everybody just take a moment. Just let that soak in. As I spit <laughs> all over my mic. All right. Well, that's better than, you know, <sighs> an ASMR ear. Somehow. Oh, God, dude. I was, uh, scroll I, every time I scroll up and try to get to the notes section, I have to pass that thing and I just feel real awkward, <laughs> man. This, do, do you not want to hit your mic with the oh, Gluck Gluck 9000? Oh, God, dude. I mean, it was just like, aha. Man, she was getting it. That's, that's all I'm saying is like, I'm sorry for anybody. I, I don't blame her. Anybody's ears that I just like molested with my tongue. Uh, but, hey, man, you get paid for money. You pay money for that nowadays, <laughs> right? I wish. Anyway, guys, welcome in. It is episode 53, and man, what a week. Two weeks um, it has been. Um, some great games have come out. Some games have gone into lawsuit, and some companies have been purchased. So it's been just a phenomenal, you know, kind of two weeks all the way around. Um, but as always, we kind of kick off with... Twitch news, YouTube news, streaming news, all of those kind of things. Um, so, Bill, I, I saw we saw the post. I did some research on that post that you you sent off, which was like the the stuff about people getting banned. Yeah, is, is is the is it, it uh, it's is it fact checked to be false? It's not. It's not that it's fact checked to be false. It's fact checked to be a kind of a gotcha uh, tie like thing. Um, you know, the, the, the only reason I, I say that is because I know what. <clears throat> like they're talking about pulling reports from Sully Gnome and things like that. And basically what we're talking about, Chad, is that um, there is uh, a report going around of like 60,000 plus people with affiliates um, and or partners being like indefinitely banned off of off of Twitch. Um, the problem that I have is when you listen to it all and you actually go and do like a lot of the research in there, a lot of those channels are dead channels, channels that had been were bot channels, channels that were um, affiliated and, uh, either not being used or wrongfully partnered, things like that. So it's basically like a clean sweep of accounts, um, that they have done. Uh, it's just now it's like being used in a gotcha esque kind of journalist, uh, or, or not gotcha, but like a clickbait. That's the clickbait. Yeah. Click, that's the proper. Yeah. That's kind of what my mind went to when I saw that. I'm like, I, I don't think Twitch would just straight up ban hammer to like 60,000 plus oh, channels. Oh no, Twitch 100% would just ban hammer 60,000 well, channels. 
I was about to say, anyway, this is the, this the same Twitch that we're talking about. More of the right? cleanup uh, crew kind of thing. And it, it doesn't surprise me either because I, I also saw, like, I was looking at my follower count and it went from, like, it dropped, like, at least 10. So I think, like, you know, a, a more, it, not even just, like, affiliate streamers, all that. I think they did a cleanup of, like, a bunch of bot stuff as well, like, botted accounts, know, viewers, and, and whatnot. So oh, I'm interested to see what, how many. How many? Well, I can't see it from here. I'd have to wait until I can go. I wonder how many views or followers I have lost because of that. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that's 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 you know, um, I don't know. You can keep some eye on it if you want. Uh, you know, it's it's trending on Twitter or it's on Twitter, it's not trending on Twitter, but you can find it on Twitter. And there's some there's some sites out there and some YouTube channels that kind of go into it. But just keep in mind again, we don't like the stuff they're reporting on, there's not a whole lot. We don't go super in depth with like exactly why people were banned it's just like oh these were tos bands well tos bands can be as simple as like i farted on my mic and someone didn't like it you know what i mean like uh sucking your mic yeah again yeah (laughs) um you know uh for doing 37 hours in one minute of stream you're gonna get banned so uh you know that kind of stuff um one thing i did want to address real quick uh, i need to rewind um i wanted to bring something up real quick uh this is uh, a promotion for um, my sister, my little sister. She's hosting an event. Um, if you are in the Daytona Beach area in Florida, um, she is hosting an event that serves to promote the awareness of the opi- opioid and fent- uh, fentanyl spike um, in the United States. This effort includes a presentation on resources like the 999 Crisis Addiction Line, a demo on uh, Narcan distribution, a harmful reduction course by out of harm's reach and safety while advocating for more frank conversations on drug use addiction mental health and other relative issues also in attendance will be local vendors and artists um, all sales will uh probably benefit the live free 999 as well as a portion of the ticket sales to this event this event is donation based uh but the standard ten dollar donation um uh there's a standard ten dollar donation is encouraged if you'd like to do that um so if you have any questions uh, uh, regarding it, um, I, uh, I'm reading from a script. Give me a second. Um, no, I am not giving out my little sister's phone number. Um, but if you... That's probably a terrible idea. Especially yeah, yeah. let's not do oh, yeah. that. Um, but... Is there any sort of link or site? There, you can go to the live free 999 uh, site um, or out of harm's reach site. Um, look up, it's livefree999.org um, is the website. You can go there and check it out. Um, but that's this is something my little sister is hosting. And again, if you're in the Daytona Beach, Florida area, um, you can go check it out. It's on the 27th yep. of February um, and 26th of February, 7.30 p.m., um on the 26th 12 p.m on that sunday um yeah so so check it take a look great at cause that. honestly I've, I've got i've i've got more friends than i care to count on my hand that have uh had had issues with addiction for opioids and painkillers and everything like that it's it's a it's a rough it's a rough rough thing man yeah. it's, it's very bad over here in the united states too like everywhere over here absolutely absolutely so support so go check it out um I dropped the link in all the chats for anyone. Appreciate that. Um, okay, so uh, so streaming news. There, I, I wanted to take this time to actually talk about a product that we all have looked at. Um, I have actually purchased and then in, in turn refunded um, the purchase of, um, but done quite a bit of research on Beacon. 
Um, B-E-A-C-N, actually Scruff, if you can um, send, actually let me uh, copy this real quick because this is, I can actually post across all channels as well. Um, there is that, but it is uh, Beacon, uh, I think it's just Beacon Mike or Beacon.com, but it comes up as like Bacon, yeah. I don't know, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Beacon. Um, so Beacon is uh, the web website that you can go to. Um, they have, or the guys behind the GoXLR TC Helicon, um, and, uh, the GoXLR Mini, which myself and Scruffy use, um, and, and kind of really endorse that product. They came out with a audio interface, uh, like pretty much a stream deck, um, audio. I don't even know if I'd consider that an audio interface, the mix, just the mix itself. Um, and then... Program. And then a mic. Well, the program is the thing. Like th that's why I wanted to talk about this. So it's pretty much, yeah, okay. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on all of it? Let's let's start there. So the mic, the mix, create, and the mix. What's your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, my my thoughts on it is like the the mic. It's it's nice and everything like that. It's it's a it's a really high quality USB mic, right? But it's it's nothing special. Like it it really isn't that top tier top quality of a usb microphone right you can get the same quality of mic from like elgato right uh, i think the biggest thing with them is that software the software suite that they have with it that's that's where your money's at with that entire program and if they if they actually put that software suite out i think they'd actually sell the software suite more than they'll sell the microphone the mixer. right so you can't buy it separately it, it's a package no. deal yeah you have right. to buy one of the microphones or the mixers in order to gotcha. get it because yeah i'm I'm not too informed on this yet i haven't really taken the time to look at it um just from what you guys have been saying and everything it looks like you're all saying that like it's more of you're buying the software rather than the mic is that yeah. Yeah, well, is that how I'm, it is pretty much what i've seen at least so it's um and bill i want to i want to get your opinion on this too because i know that you're kind of in the boat especially on the mic side like it is a better mic in my opinion than the blue yeti i think the blue yeti has been like that yeah, standard 100%. usb mic that everyone kind of goes to it's um, it's a, it's, a it's affordable, yeah, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's an affordable it's mic. Um, but I think that we can all attest that, like, Bill's voice sounds extremely different than, like, Scruffy's voice. Both are hooked up to two different types of audio interface. Bill uses voice meter and voice banana, banana, banana hammock, banana something, right? Voice meter, banana, and <laughs> a, uh, a audio mixer, light host audio mixer. So there's that. And then you've got Scruffy, who is using a GoXLR Mini, or no, the Go, the Mini, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So, as well as attached to the Yeti. I think both of us have Yetis, right? Yes. So you have, like, you can hear there's a clear difference between the two. Um, the, in my opinion, I think the Beacon mic, uh, if you have a USB mic that looks like the Yeti or the Snowball or, you know, something of that nature, I think it is an upgrade because you get the software 100%. and the mic itself does all the processing inside the mic. That's really dope. That That's the biggest thing. Like, yes, the mic isn't like you're going to get a lot better of a uh, of a mic quality from a non-USB. I do kind of, I, I haven't looked into it enough. I don't know what kind of uh, mic products Elgato has put out, but I was under the impression from everything that I've looked at that the uh, the mic itself is about as good as you can get out of a USB mic without like going into uh, XLR range. I think that from what I'm seeing and what I, the the 20 or so odd reviews that I kind of looked at um, across all the products um, and the mic specifically, um, it's it, it's 
mixed. Like there's there's people that are like, yes, it's really good. Other people are like, yeah. I really like the the go at the um, uh, Elgato one. Um, you guys know my feeling on Elgato products. Uh, you know when it. Comes I mean, to I'm I'm things, on but... an Elgato mic right now. I'm on I'm on their Wave Three right now, and I I love it. Right. But I I can 100% say that if I had that soft software suite from Beacon. I think this mic would sound fucking phenomenal. Well, and like that, it already sounds great. And the software suite on on the Elgato is is good. It's it's okay. And the the best part about that is that like they've they just barely recently within like the last month finally allowed um, Reaper plugins right for right. their software. So I, I can actually do some of the stuff that that software does natively. Well, finally, and that's after a year. <laughs> that's what I was going to say is that the thing about it is that it's not necessarily that it's doing like aside from the all the programming being done inside the mic, which is really nice because that means you could just take the mic, go to another computer, plug it in and boom, all yeah. of your settings yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but the biggest thing there is the 32 float, which is, uh, you know, you're going to hear it. I'm not going to explain it here. You can go look at the. There's a fucking thousand people that talk about 32 float. It's like the orgasmic word that is used for everything for this oh. mic um is uh the 32 float but um it's the audio it's the software like tweaking that software will make that mic stand out right like if you just unbox it plug it in it's going to sound just like anything else but it's yeah. the that software behind it that really allows you to open that up um but again like enigma said if you plug that software into your yeti mic it's going to sound fucking amazing right if you right. plug it into, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've watched it. I've watched a couple of people that have done reviews on it where they've been like, "This is this is the Beacon mic going through the Beacon software." Oh, and hey, by the way, this is the Shure SM7B going through that software, and it sounds amazing, right? Because it's a it's That's a fucking four hundred dollar, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a four hundred dollar you know mic, right? But yeah. then they've got they've got the Elgato Wave, and the, it sounds comparable if not better in my opinion than the beacon does and the problem that i have with a lot of these microphone uh review you know a lot of the microphone reviewers that are on like tw uh, twitch or not not twitch i uh, youtube that you watch right they never tell you what they have it fucking plugged into right right they, they never say oh this is going right into my right into my computer you know it's always going into like an, an external like uh like mixer or something like that and they never tell you that's right <laughs> so the the I don't want to spend too much time on every on just the mic because price point on it real fast two seventy nine it ain't cheap two seventy nine yeah two seventy nine so um and, and and there's some people bringing up some stuff in chat that I'm gonna I do want to address right um uh and this is where I actually purchased the product and I returned it so the one I purchased was the mix create. Yeah, but you, you didn't get it, right? I didn't get it. I, 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 I purchased it. I then went and did some more reviews and stuff like that um, because the mic went out um, of stock and then the, uh, but the Mix Create came back in stock. So it was like, well, fuck. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing. And this is where my issue lies with all of this stuff is that I, like, I think that Beacon and TC Helicon, Elgato, Corsair, Logitech, like they're all getting in this space and, and they've been in this space and they're just like, this is the streamer, mic, This is the streamer cam. This is the streamer stuff that you need because you're a streamer and you're a content creator and streamer, 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 streamer. And it's like, okay, cool. Okay. All right. I get it. Like you put all this flashy shit and then what happens is streamers go, oh my God, I got to have it. Right. Like I need all of this. Like, yeah. look, we all three, all of us did it. Like all of us for the most part, were like, oh, okay, hold on one sec. Like, this is fucking interesting. Like, let me go take a look. Once I dug into it, I'm like, all right, like, can you not just set like your, your whole thing is the software. Like their software on the beacon mix create is 
is crazy. I mean, it's the fact that like you are able to really do something that you can't do on a Go XLR, and unless you're going to spend, yeah. you know, a a thousand dollar minimum and up to get a real like mixer where you can actually go in and say, cool, I want my headphones to go up here. I want chat to go down here. I want what you're going to hear, uh, you know, on the stream to be lower, but in my ears, it's higher. Like all of that, that's expensive. The that's what the beauty behind the mix create is. The problem that lies is that I've already got a $500 sure SMB mic. I've got a the $400 audio interface. I'm going to spend $200 to now have another audio interface that's essentially, essentially sin already has the maserati and he's looking at buying the mazda right you know but but only because <laughs> i want that software like it's only yeah. because of that software that i care yeah. um and that's the bigger problem it's like yes you can do it but i have to then route my audio through like if i want to use an xlr mic i have to route my audio through another interface to get to that interface yeah. to be able to just use the fucking software that literally if you look at harris heller if you look at epos vox if you look at everybody that's reviewed this thing goes the gym in this is the software like it 100%. recognizes everything who gives a fuck about the cheap plastic piece of shit hardware that you're getting um so that was that was my biggest thing is just it 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 came down to when i was looking at all of them i'm like okay this is just a basic usb mic there's no there's nothing the the biggest thing that's like special about it is the whole processing it right there in the microphone and that's that's essentially all that that microphone does that another microphone like the elgato or you know the uh the the yeti pro does right it's all in that software if they would just sell that fucking software they would make millions right <laughs> like and if they don't want to sell the software then i think it's a it's a huge misstep for them to not put an xlr input on that fucking thing like I get the point. But does it not have an XLR? It doesn't. You can no, no. Like you, it's not. It's it's it literally uh, on the back of it is a USB C port. That's it. I I, th I thought I had a big old hole. Was that was that the uh, the mount for the microphone stand? That was that I, big big ass fucking hole. Yeah. Okay. So it does not. Yeah. There. Yeah, there, it's just a USB C and USB two point USB, That's, that's it. it. Yeah. There is. That's crazy. Yeah. So again, I have a five hundred dollar fucking mic that would essentially be pointless. It's a paperweight at this point. Um, yeah. So it's not, I, I, I will say though, for like somebody like, like bill that's still on, on a, uh, on, on a Yeti, like that microphone is going to be night and day. Oh yeah, well, for sure. I've been having, I've been having audio. It took me a very long time and a few friends that have a lot better ears for mic quality to get the Yeti fine tuned to where it is now and where I'm actually happy with it. But it, it's still something that I have issues with peaking. I have issues with like getting it fine tuned to the point where my voice isn't either peaking or cutting out, depending on what, uh, what I'm doing with it. So, well, yeah. honestly though, Bill, I would say don't even get the mic, just get the fucking mix create the like the mix, mix because I think the mix mix create, you're talking 70, $80 less than the mic and you get the software that that mix create comes with that EQ software. So like you can get the mic software with the mix create. Yeah, but then he's then he's like I, I would, and and, and I I, 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 I said it. Upgrade the mic. I I said it in the podcast chat where I was like, okay, well you plug it you plug a Yeti into that thing, it's gonna make it fucking sound like chocolatey smooth, like chocolate rain, chocolate rain. You know, you're gonna sound amazing. Oh, yeah. But I I still think that if you upgraded that microphone to the Beacon microphone, you'd be you'd be a lot better off. 
it, it would still be a yeah it would be a net gain i could go the cheaper option but as of right now, I, I was, like, I was, it's I was an, already in the market looking at a mic upgrade to begin with so yeah. and yeah. this actually falls right into my like optimal budget range for for me personally i understand it's a little bit expensive for um maybe somebody starting out with content creation, I would never recommend them get something like this, like starting out, but. Yeah, I think in our positions, like the $80 is affordable and more, it would be a better upgrade just to go for the whole package. I don't know. I, I, I guess it teaches on, I disagree. I, I'd rather go with the, like, because I think. I also don't care about like having the physical knobs. That doesn't bother me too much. I yeah, that's have the same multiple monitors I, I where I can. Less. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care about that. The, the, the biggest thing that I care about is that with the mic, you're not going to get the software of the ability to can have a lot more control over. Like my thing is that I guess is the $80 for just the mic worth giving up the worth giving up the mic to get all of the audio, the, the extra audio shit and control that I want. Like to me, but again, again, I understand like teach his own. And this, 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 the, this is the biggest thing about the, the, the I thought the software suite was, you still, you still get it. Yeah, the the yeah, software no. suite so, comes with, the, you don't get the, uh, the nope. different channels. No, you do not get the software. You yeah, get, the, you get the mic software suite with the mic. You do not get the, the, the audio. The mic suite comes with the channels, dude. Um, it, it, it comes with the different channels. It's, it's all done virtually. It, the, having that little, that little knob just puts it on a knob for you. That's all I, that does. It's it's still it's still controlling that on the actual software suite. I think the mix create might have a more robust like fine tuned software suite, but it's the it's same the, suite. There, there's no there's no difference. The, is there is it, there no difference? Okay. No, there's there's no difference as far as I know. There's there's two different suites. I think there's like the mix the mix create and the mix create pro, and I think that they're let, let me check. Um, so I'm looking at Epos's Epos boxes. Uh, thing and there is a hundred percent a difference between the beacon mic software that you get because it's a beacon app and it recognizes the beacon mic and that software and then when you have a mix or mix create it has another software there's three total softwares that are with this there is beacon mic software that is the eq uh, all the kind of stuff to allow you to really dig into the, the expander gates right. and the noise suppression right and doing all of that are those not in the that's, other software though? I'm that, pretty sure they're still the, in that. The, that's not in that software. No. If you have the mix create, you get all of the software. You get the software for the mic as well as the. No, it's like, it's it's right, it's right here on the fucking microphone. It says, it says it comes with powerful routing. Mute anywhere, any or routing table combined with mute modes gives you precise control over everything with or, audio. The routing table expands and tracks based off of how many sources you have assigned. That. Where is that coming from? Because I'm look. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm that's on, at, on the mic page right there. Well, then it's I. It, it tells you you both get the expand gate, you get the powerful routing, and you get the uh, the the mixing stuff as well. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at. I'm literally looking at the product. And the software on suite, Epos's from box. what I understand, is computed on board the mic. I don't know. I'll, I'm all I'm saying is what I'm looking at. That's that's the only thing I'm saying. I, I'm looking at Epos's Vox's stuff, and like it literally is him showing. The mic software. Uh, and I don't. Whatever. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know where you get the other software from because when you go to Beacon, you click on the downloads. They because only have one download the app recognizes software. what's plugged in. Like the app is recognizing: is the mic plugged in or is the the mix create or mix plugged in? Because like if I plug in a mix, I'm not getting the same software that I'm getting on the mix create. Those are two completely separate software. One is uh, dumbed down, um, 
and the other one is not. The mixed create, you get a lot more. That's what I'm saying. Like, I understand, and I'm reading the same thing you're reading on their site, but I'm sh but when I when you go and you look at like Harris Heller's uh, or any of the review sites on it, there is a mic software, there is a Beacon Mix Create software, and there is a Beacon Mix software. The, it all comes through the Beacon app, but the Beacon app recognizes which one of the three is plugged in, and that's the software that you get. That's why I was saying that the seventy, the eighty dollars less for the mic to get the Create to give you all of the audio interface and basically all of the software in my opinion, is the better buy. But if you're only in the market for just a mic and you want that and you don't care about the audio interface stuff, well then yes, buy the, buy the mic. That's all I was saying. Now again, I'm, you know, nothing is gospel, but this is where, but this in lies the, the problem with this is that if you look at, like, none of this is explained. <laughs> like, the, and, and it's not yeah, like yeah. there's any sites anywhere that go over this stuff. Like, unless you go to a YouTube channel to go and figure it out and then you're like, right. you're still looking at how many different YouTube channels that are going to set it up at 1700 different ways. Like, I don't know it, 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 this kind of stuff. Like at first I was super excited about it. And then when I went more and more into it, it just pissed me off. Like it, it really just, I'm, I'm, I'm still, off. I'm still pretty excited about it. Like they, the I'm biggest thing is also that, very excited about it. Yeah, I, 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 like I, again, again, you thing where you overanalyze yeah. something until you hate it. I, I just, I, well, you, you have the, you have the Lamborghini of, of fucking audio setups. It's, me it's, and Bill, me and Bill, basically have the broke ass fucking Mazda B twenty two hundred. I'm not, I'm not pissed off because I'm like, oh, I, I want to, you know, this is not for me, and I'm, you know, whatever, like flaunting money or flaunting cash. I'm upset because I, because in my mind, it's not, it's not clear, and this is an area where I think Beacon wants to be very clear, and they do have the like these guys are very passionate about it, and their software is fucking amazing. But I'm just like, guys, you're. Like the way that you're explaining this stuff and the way that this is being portrayed, like it's, it's messy and it's muddled. And that's the same issue that I have with a lot of companies when they do this stuff, especially toward content creators, because there's just so much shit out there. And it's like, I just wish they would have just dropped the software, like drop the, yeah, that's, that's me right there as well. Like, I, I think, I think that to build a little bit of reputation because this is a relatively new company like not not even they're, relatively this is from a new the go company. xlr team right yeah, they, yeah. They're they're, like they are the from original. the go xlr team mm -hmm. yeah but this is a brand new company basically right oh yeah absolutely like they've, they've never released any products like to to build up a little bit of faith i think that they should have released that software and been like hey you know if you like our software it works better on our on our hardware as well so i mean i could i would have told you i would have spent 100 bucks on the software I would yeah, I would yeah, drop the hundred dollars on the spend software. Some money on the software, honestly, if 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 it would have given you everything, if if it gives you everything, right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, I mean, I would have a hundred dollars easy for that software, and I think that's a perfect price point in my opinion, um, because the mix create is a hundred bucks. The mix beacon mix is is one hundred and fifty. So at a hundred dollars for the software, because that's the t power tool, I think you're in a perfect position. And maybe they will do that. I don't know. We spent way too much long more time on this than I wanted to spend, but I mean, it, this is. It's, 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 it's hardware it's, for streaming. We're going to, we're going to be passionate right. about it. It's, it's important because you can go out there and spend a shit ton of money. If you were to buy the beacon mic and the beacon mics create, it's $500. That's a lot of money to drop on two products um, that you may not need. You may, you may desperately need, you know what I mean? Or maybe well, you, you, you also, the other, you also you know? look at it and look at it as like, you're going to drop 500 bucks on that. What are you going to drop on, on that for a, uh, for a, a go XLR and then all that shit. Right. Oh yeah. Like what do you, what, what's your full price on that? I guarantee you it's probably more than, than the mix. Oh, create. I mean, you're almost at a thousand dollars between yeah. these, between these two, but, but I've, again, that's, you're talking about the go XLR, the big boy. Right. And yeah, uh, not the mini, but I mean, it, it just, 
the thing about it is that and time like that that's the biggest thing right there as well as like time routing all those fucking cable like like scruffy can attest to that because he did it recently like the amount of fucking bullshit that he went through for routing fucking audio man audio (laughs) audio is the biggest pain in the ass when it comes to streaming no matter what you fucking do it's the biggest pain in the ass and i will i will dump money into a into a product that can fix fucking vr streaming you give me something that allows vr streaming to be a hell of a lot easier when it comes to audio and stuff I'm sold, right? Any, no. Honestly, any program that can just streamline audio and just fucking cut the hassle in half, like I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so that's Beacon. Just please, before you purchase it, which I mean, the only one that's available right now is the Beacon Mix. Which don't buy that, please. Like that is a waste of money, in my opinion. Just buy the Mix Create for fifty more dollars, um, or the mic, whatever. But uh, just do your homework. Like, please just do your homework before you, you jump into it um, on there. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, moving on, we're going on to what we've been playing. Um, and Scruffy, one. I'm going to let you kind of take it first. Um, yeah. yeah. You've, been, uh, you've been playing, well, so you've been playing World War Three. So I'm going to have World War Three up. So I don't know, but you've also been playing Battlefield, but I want to go back. I want to talk about both. Both, yeah, both me and Scruff have been playing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's because well. these games are are both very similar, very similar. Um, and so this gameplay that you're seeing currently is of World War Three, which, <laughs> and we'll get to this in people's words, is the in quotes battlefield killer. Battlefield <laughs> killer, yeah. You know? I, I, battle, I think battlefield's I killing itself right now. Especially, yeah, exactly. If, bat- if there's that battlefield killer, it is itself. But. Back to World War Three. It's not the Battlefield Killer. It's a game. I don't know who's developed. Farm Fifty One, I think, is uh, developing it, and it's a game that is came out in 2018. It's supposed to be pretty much like Battlefield. I think it, it, it closely represents Battlefield Three. Um, it's an okay shooter at most. They took it down, I think, for like two something years, and finally just brought it back up and are going through play tests and all sort of tests and whatnot um and it's what is just this is this is this a beta right now th- this was yeah. the uh, yeah the open beta. open uh play test play test um, yeah it just closed i think last weekend looks hella um, smooth for a play test that, i'll give it that like the, I mean, it's, the it's been actual, out since 2018 yeah, say, it's like, a fucking yeah. five-year-old game yeah, the actual feel of the game, like it is optimized, but there are a lot well, of drawbacks that really op- optimized can be. It's it's it it's runs. okay. It runs. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll but, get you somewhere. So I'll just get into like the 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 bulk of You're things. Clapping cheeks here, though. I was. I mean, it, it feels all right. It feels good. You know, the gunplay. I I, I like the gunplay in it. Um. The biggest drawback, and I, I'm just gonna say it right now, is definitely the sound. <laughs> Dude, 100%. The sound in this game is 100 percent tactical shooter. What? I had, I had, I, I, I don't know. Did, did you? You didn't have any issues with it, really? Did you? Other, other than some like weird glitching issues? No, I had tons of issues. Just like did straight you? up, like guns stop making noise, especially yeah. guns stop making one, noise. I'm just getting the pepped. one that. The one that fucked me up so bad was I I, I literally st- it, shit stopped. There was no no noise other than bullet impacts. So you would hear oh, the exactly that. And then I could I could hear like distant wheel treads, and that's it. Yeah. I so, couldn't hear anything. Else. Just so everybody knows, 
this the audio issue for this game has been going on since its existence yeah. since it's a re- Actually, original okay, so I, I will say something and that's that's sort of right but also sort of not their audio back when they first released and it stated many people say like it was a lot better than this and it's something that they did when taking it down and bringing it back up they revamped it and just fucked it <laughs> Like so hard, they dude. Make their audio. <laughs> I don't know how they took actually decent audio and just threw it into the ground. Like, bro, I don't understand. <laughs> That's the biggest problem with this game. I'll give it props for some other stuff, like the guns. The gun. There's 22 guns in total, which is more than Battlefield uh, 2042, I believe. I think that game only has like something in the teens. Um, the map design is actually really good. Uh, this map you're seeing right now currently is, it's okay. I, I enjoyed other maps a lot more and that's one thing I'll definitely say they improved on, um, you know, compared to battlefield 2042, at least the maps are a lot better. They're actually, I think more tactical. They're not just, you know, or smaller fields. They're smaller. It's, it's a lot smaller. That's that, yeah. that was one of the biggest issues or one of the biggest problems that I first saw with battlefield 2042 was, hmm. was just how big their maps were. Yeah. It just feels like a walking simulator for half the time you're in the fucking like three nine tenths of your fucking time spent. Games. Do you know how big games in are there. in this? Sixty four versus sixty four, I think. Or yeah, no, it's sixty four, sixty two. It is no, it's sixty four, sixty four. Oh, it is. Okay. I'm pretty sure. 30... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's sixty four, sixty four. I was going to say, I think it's 30-30. But um, the core gameplay of this, at least the mode I'm playing, they have more modes than Battlefield, um, if you exclude Portal. Um, this is pretty much essentially the like uh, conquest in Battlefield 2042. It's, it's secure points. The more points you have, the more points you get. Um, uh, and you just build your points up to get to 5K to win. Uh, then they have other game modes like Team Deathmatch. Um, I think I saw some sort of like free-for-all game modes and some other stuff like that. But the main one I played was was this Conquest type mode. Um, and it, uh, it, you're it works right. Good. You're right. It's 64. Wait, 64. Uh, 30, 32 versus 32. It's, it's yeah. It's it's 64 yeah. players. What's the hit registration 32. like? The hit reg isn't bad. Um, it's Is just there any it throws decent you or off. anything like that. Dying around corners, any of that shit. Yeah, there's there's a uh, a bit yeah, of the uh, the tick rate isn't. Uh, I got I I got multiple thing. multiple times where I'd get I, I was behind a fucking wall or behind a, a box or something and I'd still get fucking hit. It was, yeah, it, that's just shocks up to the tick rate not being the best, but um, either, either the tick rate or the or the latency of the server. You know? Yeah, the the actual hit reg isn't bad though. Um, I think a majority of the problems when you're not actually hitting enemies or getting kills is the actual guns i've noticed some guns work really well some some just don't yeah like i think it's like something to do with the recoil and the, the actual gunplay of them some work some don't um, it seemed to like a lot of people were using the uh the m4a1 with that like side tilt scope the like side tilt red dot yeah and that was yeah. that was like the go-to meta <laughs> yeah You're trash, seems my like guy. it <laughs> the, the worst part the worst part about that gun is is like literally it's got the ACOG scope and then the side tilt red dot, but there's no way to use the side tilt red dot. Right. <laughs> that yeah, wait, that's when I was wondering because I couldn't yeah. find the setting to there change. There was there type. was no there's no setting to change scopes. So there's yeah. no, so it's just no cosmetic. We literally dot. have it's a cosmetic scope. Yeah. That's yeah. Way to go. As as far as I could tell, at least I, I didn't look in the settings deep enough. I I I got kind of pissed at it because I was like, fuck this game, it's ridiculous, but yeah, because that's one thing I was actually going to give props to the game for was the A game actually 
now excluding that setting, has a lot of other good settings, including a lean system, which I wish Battlefield would have. Also an Outlook system where you can actually pan your head. Um, it, it has good settings like that, um, and the attachments and weapon uh, customization is actually really nice too. I, I will give them props for that. Like they've got a lot well, of attachments, whether they work the, or not. The, like that's the, down, the downside to the attachment system is that I've heard that it's extremely grindy. It's like more grindy than twenty. That was one of my yeah. That was one of my cons on my cons list. Like the grind of this game is the, the leveling is really slow, especially well. Uh, it, the weapon leveling isn't as slow as like just basic level progression, but it's still a lot grindier than Battlefield 2042. Um, and that's saying something because 2042, I feel, is, is grindy as shit. It seems yeah, like they take grindy. a lot of the best parts from like uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield and they're trying to integrate that all together. Yeah. They're trying to, speaking of Call of Duty, they even have kill streaks, which they I don't do. really feel yeah. like they fit. They're like. They're like Walmart brand kill streaks in <laughs> Call of yeah, Duty. Like, like UEV, it's uh, and they, they've got you a, can't have anything too a impactful drop. in like a large scale, like sixty four, sixty four. I feel like anything too like anything I mean, they've too got heavy. Air they've got like the yeah. the UI uh, guided missile that you like go into the camera and like guide it down, and that shit just didn't work. They've for got me. Uh, they've got Blackhawks, the, the cop, the helicopters that you yeah. can you can fly around. Little so. like they have like a little like C four uh, drone that you can drive, and that it, drone it, is actually dope as shit, dude. I, I I was driving that. That was one thing that I actually enjoyed. I was like, this is fucking dope, man. I didn't have a great. Ex- I only tried it like once, but it got shot out of like the sky immediately, like because yeah. I felt like it was really slow. But I don't know. No, I'm, I'm not talking about the aerial one. I'm talking about the ground drone. The, the yeah, no, one. that yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. The Vanguard like mini tank. Kinda, yeah. I know, but it's it's in the air. Do they have? It, one question i have about the vehicles because i heard uh when looking into this game is whether or not it was something that i wanted to play uh i heard the vehicles are completely and utterly just ridiculously overpowered and it's almost impossible to kill them yeah that's another thing i was going to get to is like that as far as i know it's only ground vehicles the tanks and other like um heavy artillery vehicles are very op um it's a lot especially when the sound doesn't work yeah (laughs) Yeah, you have a silent tank. They, that's, they will, that's they, will they will kill you in like two or three shots, and it's it's an AOE yeah. fire as well on most of them. So like they don't even have to aim at you; they just have to aim in your general direction. It's like the bolt from from twenty forty two with a yeah. thirty millimeter. Like it, it but it, this one it just like almost insta kills you. Just decimates. Um, so that that's another big thing. Um, the sad thing about as this well, is I don't mm-hmm. think that i want to be like cool maybe the game will get better but i'm like how much more time do you need to get better you've had since 2018 like yeah um, yeah uh, okay yeah it's man i don't know it it's a free to play game i think it's it's gonna gonna be okay it's it's, 15 dollars right now but when it drops it will go free to play play, so i guess at that point it'll be you know worth it because it's fucking free to play but until then, I I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't really drop the money. Yeah, real question here. Do you think uh, Battlefield's a little afraid of this or no? I think Battlefield is too worried about what's going on with Battlefield. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Scruff, you've been playing Battlefield. I mean, well, I, I was playing Battlefield. Obviously, now uh, since the eighth, I have stopped. But um, I mean, we got to talk about it. Like Battlefield is in. Like Bro, me, I've I've lost my faith. Yeah, I I don't know. Me me and Scruffy we are out, but 
I don't know, man. The, the decisions they're making, uh, including the delay, which I know you've stated or you've said, it's it's a good decision. I I agree and I disagree. Like this delay for season one, there needed to be it needed to be shorter, or they needed it, it needed to be some sort of balance where they actually give us some content in between this delay and also prioritize bug fixing. Honestly, I think if they would have released season one at the stated time, people would have came back and they would have probably dealt with the bugs while they've been are being fixed. I think at this point they've lost a majority, if not, you know, uh, they've lost more than a majority. I mean, it's it's almost gone. I mean, yeah, I think, I think the last, I think the last time I checked, I think it was uh, down to like thirty two uh, thirty two thousand players, um, and yeah. that was before the announcement of them pushing. So I have a feeling it's probably less than that now. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. Here, like the reason I say it's a good move to have pushed the the content back is because like people are screaming and screaming. Like if they would have pushed that out, it. I mean, it's a no win situation. Like the, yeah. if you go to the timeline, good look to push out content that's be a, a paid content rather than actually working on the game. Like the yeah. and the big issue, the big issue here is that the it's everything. It's the time that they released, right? They released right before holidays, which means that you had like, unless your game is pretty much almost not perfect, but like in a very, very, very good state, you got holiday break coming. You can't force your workers to stay there and fucking bug test and play. And, and which again, I mean, the game, the they can do that. They, well, they, they, they can do that. <laughs> but, but realistically they can, yeah, like you gotta I mean, have holiday. Like, yeah. And, the, and that's, that's one thing I said is like the, their actual release date was shit. I don't think they, they should have just waited for the new year. They should have pushed the honesty. game. I think, I think they should have pushed yeah. the game back. Again. They, had, they had to get in for those. Yeah. They had to get all in the hot for those, games uh, launched in February. Sales, yeah, right. You know? Like, but they, they should have, they should have pushed like at the, at its core. I love battlefield. I love battlefield 2042. Me and Scruffy have dumped no, you know, close to probably a thousand hours together into that game. Um, I, I still have a love for Battlefield, and I will remind you that the arc of Battlefield is always this, that it comes out fucked up and fucking pointless until you get to about the second DLC, and then everyone's like, oh my fucking god, this is amazing, and they all come rushing back. Go look at Battlefield 3, go look at Battlefield 4, they still have fucking lobbies being played. Like, that, so... It doesn't if, make it right, though. I'm not saying it makes it right. Oh. What I'm just saying is that there is a history of this, and to say, when people are like, Battlefield needs to, it's going to die. I'm like, you guys are fucking stupid. It's not going to die. It's going to come back. It's how it always does. And, you know, it. yeah, it doesn't make it right. Like, But at the same time, I guarantee you, in six months, people will be playing Battlefield. Will it, will it be 100,000 people? Or 200,000 or what? No. But will it be a large group of people? Yes. Will it have lobbies? Yes. Like, um, you know, and right now there's a class, like, they're in a lot of water. Like, there's a class action lawsuit that is trying to be filed because there's a petition with over 100,000 people signing it saying that they want a refund globally across the board. I disagree with it. I, I did not sign that petition. I will not sign that petition. I don't support that that, that petition. I think that, you know, you... i sign it. Do what? I'm going to sign it. We'll sign it. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. That's your right to sign it. But I think with what you said, like people, whether it's right or wrong, knew what they were getting into. Like, right. you, you know, I yeah. only, I only kid. I actually, I actually enjoyed uh, 2042. I, I'm just not a very big shooter player. You know how it goes. I, I mean, the thing about it is that you bought a game that 
is functioning. Yeah, it worked. The game uh, functions. That's a, that's it works. Thing. Like the, the, the biggest like, thing with Battlefield 2042 is that it got a lot of flack on release because certain uh, content creators didn't like how it released, right? And so because they didn't like how it released, that they didn't then... like how they didn't. Let's be real. The content creators and everybody they they didn't like the whole revamp of the system. And oh, that's yeah. really what it, it all came down to. Everyone's mad that they changed Battlefield and the, the core class system, and they're using every other reason to, to you know, dog yeah. it out pretty much. Well, that, I, I mean, go ahead, Bill. so my mindset on it is if that was the only issue with the game, then these people would just be bitching for the sake of bitching. It, it's just an unfortunate circumstance that overlapped with people not being thrilled about the operator system that it also came out fairly bug heavy um but on it's, top of it but it's not it really, that, really didn't though that's, like that's the, the whole thing like it really didn't come out bug heavy in comparison to like some of the other releases for that year it never stopped me sin or yeah. anyone really from actually playing the game exactly like, like the the issue that i have when they talk about the operator system they knew that the operator system was there from the fucking get-go they talked yeah, about it it was, it, it was in it was in the demo it was in the betas it was everywhere over the promotion it was fucking everywhere like so you have no room to argue you have no not, not you bill but i'm just saying the the all of these reviews all this stuff this is my issue with all of this stuff like you and this is the same thing that i had a problem with wildstar when all of these fucking content creators got on there they bashed the shit out of wildstar and then it just, it took a huge turn. Like, I'm sorry, but, and, and I know we are all content creators. You are listening to a content creator podcast, but shock, guess what, guys? Think, content creators don't know do you everything. Do think group, group think is that strong that it'll Absolutely. actually like, Absolutely. 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 At, this, at this point, at this day and age, and when it comes to gaming, you've, you've said it yourself, Bill, on, on several occasions that, you know, people, people will go and, and make up their minds on a, on a game just based off of somebody's review of it. And we shouldn't be doing that. The mob mentality is, is crazy. Right. Like, and that's why, and that's why influencers and uh, gaming companies tap into influencers because they're going like, because exactly. they're influencers. They're they, think, yeah. Like they, they are trying to influence you to buy something. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's the same thing we just saw. I'll, with, I'll with, also point out that a lot of times they're, they're also pushing for, like when they when their their stuff does come out and it is buggy and it is it is shitty, you know, they're pushing for that whole uh, almost almost the rage clicks, right? They're trying to get those rage clicks for it too these days. Like yeah, it's it's like it's like in, any any kind of news. Oh, absolutely. Any yeah, kind of news these days is good news regardless of the you know good or bad of it. You know, and, and they're they're just milking it. Like right. that's all they're doing. And that's that's the same thing. Uh, that I have an issue with, and you brought it, you hit the nail on the head, Scruff, when you said the the news picked it up. In my mind, there's why is there fucking news about a game getting bad reviews? Like what the fuck, man? Like because all that you're doing there is just continuously to push a negative, uh, you know, um, uh, narrative. And so what does that do? Now it becomes like it's it's popular. It's the zeitgeist. I want to bash the shit as much as I possibly can. I want to. Yeah. I got FOMO because I didn't get to put my fucking review in. Like, and if you go and read the reviews, majority of the fucking reviews are all things that are, again, were known about this game. I don't like the fact that there's no, there's no scoreboard. Are you, so you're going to give uh, the game a negative review because you don't like the fact that there's a scoreboard, like, or a, a better scoreboard. Like, 
Can, can, yes, get, that's that is a valid complaint though. Like it doesn't have a very. I don't good think score. it's. I don't think it's a valid complaint to give it a fucking uh, negative it's, it's review. Analysts and everything blowing all these points out of proportion. Right. Like I, I really, I truly feel like and it takes a lot for me to feel bad for, especially a big company like EA. But I truly feel bad in this situation for Criterion, for Dice, and for EA because I think that they are unfairly getting blasted because it is this cancel culture bullshit of let's get on a bandwagon, let's fucking flame, you know, or whatever else, because, and this re like, I hope they don't buckle for the refund, man. Fuck all y'all. Y'all paid for the game. You knew what the game was. The game works. It functions. Well, it's, you it's, already know they're not going like, to, that, that class action lawsuit's not going to You can happen. take your petition and shove it in your ass. There's, like, there's no, there's no way that anybody, depending on how much time they put in, there's no way that they're going to get a class action lawsuit to go with that because they've obviously put the time into it. If, if you no, put, no. If, if it was somebody like me that's put in like 30, 40 hours into it, they're going to be like, you put 30, 40 hours into it, dude. Fuck off. You played it. You, you, you must have enjoyed something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, you know what I cannot wait for? And you know how when this game out game came out, everybody swamped back to like Battlefield 5 and 1. When the next Battlefield or whatever big title from Dice EA comes out, um, they're all going to come back to me like, oh, wow, 2042 wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, no shit. shit. No fucking I, shit. Yeah, I know. No, go ahead. Well, hey. And I, I will also say that I, I think that, and don't take it as offensive, I do think that in some cases, you're, you're, you have some fanboy glasses on. Oh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm not looking through rose there, there glasses. There are definitely some very, there are very, very big ass. There's some huge me. flaws in the game. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that the game is perfect, like far from it, but I am. I look at it from a perspective of other Battlefield games, yeah. and I'm like, uh, no, I agree with you on that point. It's 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 like it's it's stupid playable. Like it's it's stupid is... that people thought that it would come out and not be yeah. fucking broken because right, right. every fucking Battlefield has come out broken. But that's not something that we should be. It's exactly like Bethesda, right? We should not be accepting that. We should not be uh, approving approving of that because then we get. Fallout 76 we get you know right so i'm still defending it right now um even though like i am a little fed up with it though like i'm I'm on both sides right now i am fed up with with some of their decision making as of lately but at the same time i don't think again all of the hate since the beginning has been warranted no like it's not on my pc i uninstalled it (laughs) i don't have it on my computer anymore so nothing's on your pc sin except lost ark you're damn fucking right and that and vampire survivors we're gonna talk about that right (laughs) Uh, but anyway, uh, hey man, flood the flood the World War Three. Go play this game and fucking flame about this and why this is, you know, yeah, great or no. The the, or the thing is, they'll they'll give this fucking standing ovations. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just to spike that's, Battlefield. Like, that's they, what that's what pisses me off. And, and we talked about this saying before. It's Battlefield killer. Like that's we talk, we talked, all they're saying. We talked about this when I picked this uh, this game up or when I picked this up to to play it, Scruffy. That like some of the content creators that I have trusted in the past with like wholeheartedly, like uh, um, Ranger Dave and everything like that. Like he is giving that game outstanding ovations. And he's like, this game is amazing. It's the it's the next best thing since sliced bread. I'd fuck it if I could, you know. <laughs> he's giving it like straight up like the best reviews he possible. And I'm just I'm looking at him like, dude, like I can't trust you anymore if if that's the case because that game is terrible, man. Like that is not battlefield kill. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I doubt. I doubt it. I well, know, let's talk about what is going to be the Elden Ring killer, Bill. Talk to me about this glorious, absolute treasure of a fucking game that I hope is, well, at least I hope it's a treasure of a game 
the, the I can't even believe this exists. The fucking Bloodborne PlayStation D make. That's right, D make. Yes, it is. So for anybody unaware, um, there is a uh, fan group that loved Bloodborne so much and was so unhappy that there wasn't a PC port of Bloodborne in the market yet that they went and they, from the ground up, uh, made a PS1 version of Bloodborne, at least up to the uh, the first two bosses. So it's uh, it's got about four hours worth of content in it right now. It goes up to Father Gascoigne, and it has Cleric Beast as well. But it is ridiculously faithful to PS1 like stylings to the point where it's almost a detriment in some ways. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I maybe just being used, maybe just being used to modern uh, controlling and stuff. So PS1 faithful to a fault where like your shoulder buttons are what controls like your camera left and right Ooh. hand. Your joysticks <laughs> don't do that. Um, <laughs> wow. You to 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 be able to trick your weapon, you can't trick weapons like during combat. You have to go into a menu and swap it to a tricked form. Is so that, each weapon. I didn't even know how to do it, honestly. Yeah. So so if you go into your weapon in your menu and hit L one, it will trick it out. It basically each weapon functions as two weapons, so you can like That's figure funny. out which one you want to go with. But you can you don't have that like quick swapping. There is still parrying. There is still backstabs. All of like your bloodborne mechanics are still there. They're just PS one. You know, you know and, what, uh, real quick, you know what's you, you talk about how it to a faithful to a fault, but just like did you grow up playing a PS one? Have you grown? Oh you, yeah, hey, I, I've so, been PlayStation since day one. Yeah, so so th this is like like this just shows you how like everyone's like oh, and, and again I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the okay boomer, but like legitimately games were fucking hard back then, man. And it's not because yeah, the you, game you, was fucking you, hard. You saw me get one shot by the first guy with the torch, just yeah. like instantly <laughs> one shot. Sorry, continue. It's uh. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. So it has all of the Bloodborne charm to it. It's really, really well done mechanically. Um, I wouldn't change a single aspect of how they went about like the combat and such. Um, they also went as far as so while, yes, all the areas in the intersection with Yarnum and stuff are faithful to the areas they did change up a little bit of like the uh the scenic elements to it and they did add their own unique areas so they expanded out the sewer area to have a poison uh a poison sewer area nice they um they expanded one of the so it's an alleyway that leads into a two-story house in the uh the base game they actually expanded that two-story house to have like a full archives basement section that you can explore down through. There is a lot of really, really neat stuff and just a lot of love. It's free too. Put right? into this DMIC. And yeah, it's, free. it's free. Yeah, you can go just type in Bloodborne PSX. It, it runs on its own Google. emulator too. Yeah, you don't need to download the PSX emulator. It has its own emulator like integrated in. I love it. So yeah, you man. literally just got to go Bloodborne PSX, Google it. It'll be like the first or second link that you see, and uh, you're good to go. And I it runs perfectly smooth. Um, controls wise, it's a little bit funky on what it accepts natively, 
but there are a few workarounds that you can use if you don't want to use mouse and keyboard because I have no clue how it would actually work. Mouse and keyboard, I'm assuming it would be WASD and then Q and E's would be your camera rotate instead of yeah. like the mouse. I don't think that it actually supports mouse control at all. I think it's all uh, it's all keyboard. It's all keyboard oh, control. I also heard that there's a workaround in case you were uh, wanting to use a PlayStation controller. Because I think yeah, it natively yeah, supports post- Xbox, but it doesn't PlayStation. <laughs> That's kind yeah. Of- um, and Wait, I posted what? a video Ow. on my channel about you can get it to uh, you can set it up to run through Steam and yeah. whatever controllers Steam supports, the game will support. It, <laughs> it, 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 you don't have to download like uh, what what is it? The sure that's the just PS- any emulators. Yeah, so you funny don't have to emulator. download like PS4 like controller software. If you just set it up through Steam, you can play it easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's so funny to me though. <laughs> It's Native, awesome. natively next i love this this is amazing i i fully support it and they have a donation i think too right you can help support them like uh yeah because yeah. the project is still going i think as far as i'm aware they have full intentions on completely remaking the game like that's so i, I don't think know they how had long donations going i don't know how long like how long they've been working on this segment itself but they have full intentions on remaking the game i believe I mean, they have, they have donations up, and Sony's not smacking them. But I was wondering because I, mean, I know they they're not know. getting uh, chased down by Sony. But I thought if they would bring donations up, they definitely would. Um, uh, I I was under the impression that donations work differently than actually charging for the product. Yeah, because I think I think you can still because you're you're technically donating to the the time. You're not donating to buy the product, so Sony can't really like. It would be a sticky situation for them to take that to, to yeah, that's, that's what they that's what they tried to pull on the uh on the whole uh what's it called fallout mods and they they, they got in trouble for that too the mod so, yeah. the mod community got in trouble or yeah. fallout got in trouble yeah mod mod community got in trouble yeah, that's excellent. why there's <clears throat> yeah so, well in any case i mean I, I think this is amazing and they they have like a lot of i think i saw like a lot of video options too where you can change it to be like crt or like fucking scan like Old Scantron like look, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All, all of and they also have the cheats engine in it, like uh like the <laughs> cheat codes, like all like PS1 yeah. style, like big head mode shit like that. That is where fucking you can go great. Oh, that's awesome. that. Yeah, oh, man. This is it's honestly, really, really well I remember, done. I remember that old the old game shark shit, man, where you'd have to actually you had to actually go and like get a con, con or a a cartridge or whatever the game oh yeah shark, then you had to print you had to go online like find the fucking codes and get the books yeah trust me i remember it too yeah there's apparently a pet dog mode where you can have a uh a dog companion with you that's it's awesome. one of the, uh, that's cool. the cheats. i thought you meant like petting the because you could pet the dog in this game too 10 out of 10 Dude, can I, you really i you can i i really need to take a break well i'm not going to but at some point in time i need to play this this is this is just amazing i I, this is what I love about the, the like we talk about Battlefield, we talk about World War Three, we have the bad shit, and then you have something like this that comes out and that's just out there. And I don't know, man. This this makes my heart so a question. Just sore. What what games now like nowadays games would you want to see demade? Demade. I would others? love to see a uh... Battlefield twenty forty two. They aren't already doing that. <laughs> no, I would like to see a. Um... Honestly, I would like to see a demake of like a Devil May Cry game. I feel like a Devil May Cry game would really fit that, right? or like um, some like modern Castlevania games, like yeah. stuff that existed back in that era to just kind of take you back. 
Yeah. I think it would be pretty cool. I would like to see an old Hitman game like or like uh, the Hitman series demade because, again, I think that there's a lot of like cool options that those games give you in that open world setting. But then bringing it into like this kind of style, I think it would work um, and, and things. I, I would love to see that. Um, Ghost Recon. I'd like to see the Ghost Recon games demade as well. I, I think that would be cool. That would almost, I feel like, be like maybe like a, a SOCOM kind of or like Medal of Honor type demake. Yeah. So That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it would be, I just, I love this. This is fucking great. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all about also, it. Also, I am looking it up now. They do not have a donation page anywhere. This is just purely independent. So, even better on them, man. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Um, the fucking Bloodborne remake, man. It's on PC. Dude, there you it's, go. It's 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 way too good. It's way better than it should be. Yeah. Honestly, like a lot of love was put into this product to make sure that it was as quality as possible. That's so awesome. prop, props to them. That is awesome. Okay. Um. Well, moving on. Um. We're gonna talk about another game that is. Uh. <clears throat> you know. We're not gonna we're not gonna get we're not gonna get fancy with it. We're just gonna stay in the old era for a minute. Vampire Survivors, boys and girls. This is the best three dollar game you can fucking purchase on Steam. Um, this game is uh, WASD, um, and the uh, that's it. That's the whole movement. That, that's all you do is literally your. It's just survive. It, it is the concept here is essentially instead of there being a bullet hell of like just shit coming at you on screen that is like projectiles and things you have to dodge, you essentially are the ones that are sending out all of the shit and the enemies are just constantly attracting to you. And I think, what do we say? This game legitimately probably was developed (laughs) over like, I don't know, maybe two weeks, two months. It wasn't, it cannot be a super, like it's not very hard to develop. The guy has probably made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure that it wasn't like two weeks. I'm sure it took him a couple months. But yeah, no, this this kind of game does not take a ton to make, right? It's it's just sprites moving and then sprites and, and a, a basic AI. There's a lot of content. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's just sprites moving in a in a basic yeah. AI that's that's been modeled up to basically move towards the the player sprite at any at any cost, essentially. Yeah, I mean, so. and this is it. This is like essentially all you do is you just run around and you survive and you level up and there's different builds and there's it's it's uh you know, you're collecting these crystals that are going to level your character up and then they have like floor chicken that is basically just going to give you HP. Um you get things like the holy bible uh that will spawn around you. What's that aura that's around me right now is is garlic and it becomes bigger and bigger as more you pick up and there's upgrades and there's new characters and you get you uh, get currency and gold uh, for the longer that you play and you pick up that you can then use to upgrade your character to the go back in to try. And it's kind of has that roguelike element to it. It's just, I don't, dude, I, I like, I was like, ah, three bucks. Fuck it. I'm just going to try it. I'm yeah. not kidding you. I, I sat there for the very first like day that I played. I played it for six and a half hours, like six and a half hours just sitting there like doing this or whatever it's it's not this man. has some like risk of rain one style vibes to it like not the 2d side scroller but just like the mentality that the game puts you in yeah and it's yeah. very relaxing <laughs> like for whatever re- like it's just very soothing you get in there the like the chip the the, the chip tune music that's in there is amazing like 
it, it, it hits on all those serotonin things that you want. Like the old school graphics, the like the, the music, like whenever you level up, all the fucking gyms are like popping and shit's coming. Like it just, I don't know, man, like it fucking works and it's three fucking dollars. Like, and you die and you're like, I gotta go. I just gotta go back in. I just need to go back in like and, and retry it. I can do better. I can get a different build and try something new. Um, yeah. in, in my mind, this is like, if you took ghost and goblins and made it into like a roguelite. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 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 and, and there's different stages. Like there's uh, this stage there's a library stage there's a desert stage. Um, but like all these different, um, again, like abilities that you can get. And as you get more, you'll level them up. And there's things that'll like make it so you can take a, like you can, um, get hit without like taking damage right off the bat and you can level that up to give you like two shields like it and it becomes like crazy like they're like right now it seems pretty easy I'm on I think like there I'm like like level 12 and it seems pretty simple but it gets fucking serious quick um yeah so yeah. it's it's a blast it's 299 like literally it's it, you'll it's worth the fucking I think money. I think we uh I think we we did the math and I think this guy's made like a hundred thousand uh, uh just off of, now like yeah, easily probably like more than that yeah, easily yeah but when when we did the math at least it was like a hundred thousand at the very least like they if if you take in con, in concurrent player base and that's that's just taking in what was playing at that point so I'm the people really, that you know I'm really we hadn't, we hadn't even gotten the sales numbers off of it. Yeah, I'm really surprised it's not on a phone, to be honest. Like, this would be a phone game, in my opinion. Easy. Um, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. Um, I doubt it comes to phone phones with the money this guy's made now. Yeah, so Vampire Survivors, it's fucking phenomenal. Check it out. All right. Can we get a drum roll? Well, I guess I, I guess technically we don't know, because the game still could technically not come out. It could be canceled. In the yeah, next, I'm, like, I'm canceling. Like, ne next, like, 15 minutes, 30, 20, 23 minutes. Boys and girls, Lost Art has arrived in the West. It is out. And it is the fucking most glorious thing I have ever put my hands on an MMO in a long time. We'll see what you right say in two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I have a feeling New World situation. Calling it now. You guys say, "Wow, I just like okay." It'll be as drastic. No, no, not with the game. I think the game is going to be fine. I just think you're going to get burned oh. out. You think I'm going to get burned out? Mm, okay, Broski. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But I, the thing that stopped me in the art in the Russian version and the Korean. Well, I never played the Korean version, but the Russian version is because oh. I did not like it. Just to me, it was pointless. Like. Because I, I would, you guys weren't going to come play with me. I had no one else, and it's also in no. fucking Russian, so I can't really understand everything that's going on, um, and the nuances of it. But like this game has got a lot of shit, a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, I could I could spend two and a half hours gushing about this game, um, you know, on my own. But I mean. Anyway, you you've been you've been harping on this game. It's not coming out, but I, I want to hear it come out of your dirty whore little mouth that you enjoy this game and you like it. It's still not coming Stay out. It until I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm the I'm the owner of Amazon. I'm actually Jeff Bezos. The other guy is a body double. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm canceling. No, it's 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 good, man. I I've always I've I've said from the start, and I told you over and over again that. I'm excited for it. I not was on air, it. you haven't. To it. Not on air. But, it's not you know. air. Yes, you know, we, we got to <laughs> bash you. We got to, you know, 
Exactly. I've, I've got to be an asshole because I hate you. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just how it goes. But uh, no, I've, I've been looking forward to it. It's it's a good game. It's it's extremely good. I'm actually getting uh, like really, really heavy BDO vibes off of it. Like when I first started playing BDO, and that's a good thing because I enjoy BDO like thoroughly. I, I'm actually further ahead than Sin is because I have more time, obviously. But, you know, and I, I'm, I'm loving it so far. Like it's a great game. Like very very glad that it's coming out. Not 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 as much that it's coming out from Amazon because they're gonna fucking they're already showing their incompetency. But you know, yeah. But I think we'll see what happens. I think Smilegate is is putting in the pressure to make sure that they're like we'll take this shit somewhere else, man. Like yeah, because if you look at a lot of the stuff that is going on, like because this game had server issues right off the gap out of the bat right like no shit no. it's 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 which again like enigma said the incompetence launch compared to other games the launch oh, has been pretty good though God. or the, the, the has, launch because like, we'll see friday really that's we'll see like tomorrow yeah and I, i'd say so, so the the big the biggest thing with this one is uh and, and, and i quote me if i'm incorrect if you if you guys know these numbers better than i do but if i'm if i remember correctly They've they had three hundred and they had three hundred and forty six thousand slots, like three hundred forty six thousand server, like the the ability for three hundred forty six thousand people to be on all the servers globally, right? Correct. They have since sold one point five million copies of the pre order, and that's just the pre order. That's not the free to play version. So. If you if we can expect 1.5 million from the just the pre-order, the early access, what are we going to expect from the free to play? Is my biggest question. Like that's they're going to get hit fucking hard. Dude. They are. Like, I, hard. I know a lot of people who are, who are holding out for the free to play, and I'm sure that's the and, case. Yeah. A lot of a so lot of players. Here's what I am impressed about how they're handling this. Um, some people will probably maybe look at this as a negative. I think it is a positive in a way to be able to manage this shit in a until Amazon can get their stuff together um, is basically they're going, hey, as it stands right now, like we're on Una, right? Una, there are four servers or five servers on e, uh, the East Coast that are hit the heaviest. Um, Avesta, Regulus, Una, uh, Galator. I, I think, Galator, I think yeah, Galator was one of yeah. them. They basically said you cannot create another character. Like you cannot create a new person could not sign on and create a new character. So if all the free to play people coming in will not be able to create a character on that server yeah. as of right now. That is not the end all solution, but they will not make it so that you can go and create a, a new server or, or create a new character on that server right now. The bad side of that is that if there are people like in our group that wants to play that just didn't want to put $15 down to go play the game, completely understand. Well, you're fucked right now as far as for playing with on yeah. Una. In our, to join our guild now we can still we do had, we had people today just just today like jaza uh, denzel bain one of the one of the viewers that we have uh in our community like he was he contacted me and was like hey should i should i get this and i'm like yeah dude like you you really if you want to play on our server yeah it's going to cost you 15 dollars. like you and you need to do it now because they're putting that ban in like right. soon now <laughs> the the rumors that have come out is that basically this is a temporary fix until again they can figure out like what yeah, I'm to, sure. to be able to manage it because what that does is, is basically says hey Q times instead of going and saying fuck it flood it make as many as you want go in there and do whatever Uno is, is now yeah. at a fifty thousand person queue it goes and says hey 
you're at a 6,000 Q. You're at a 2,000 Q. Right, 2,000 Q. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you already have a character there, you can create multiple characters on that server. You just, new people cannot go and join Una as it stands. Now, like I said, the rumor is that they are going to uh, allow for character transfers and server uh, mergers because if you go to if you go to the Russian version, there are two servers um, on the Russian version. Now, I don't know if it's going to get down to that here, but... Uh, there are two servers and they did that same Probably. thing here where they merged them together slowly, but surely to go, you are all now on these two servers. Um, and you know, I, I don't I think they've handled it, man. I've like, my login's queue is 6,000. It took me an, uh, less than an hour to get in. Um, I know some people have had like yeah. a little bit longer, but dude, from, I, think I was in, I think I was in queue the first, the first night, I think it was in queue for about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah it's like and five, six thousand you know? went by in at least like, I'd say 40 minutes. So I don't know, but just in general, the game itself, like from an MMO standpoint, if there is something that you want, this game really does have it. I mean, it's, it's got the fucking like dungeon raids. It's got, you know, a, a, a monster hunter verbs like style thing. It's got a damn, uh, roguelike tower system. It's got sailing the, it's got social, uh, the trade skill aspects, lifestyle. It's got housing, a dating, sim. fucking crazy. It's got dating sims. It's got sim loves his dating sims. It's, I mean, I do enjoy it. Like there's literally nothing <laughs> about this game. And again, I'll tell you, I'm fanboying. Like I'm, I'm absolutely fanboying. Like there are some issues that I, I see with certain things when it, like it's the learning curve on some of this stuff is fucking straight up and down. Like, and you have to go do your research to be like, okay, cool what is fascinating and how does engraving work because they don't explain it very well in the game but yeah. then that, that is one thing that I, I will, there, there isn't great explanations for yeah that is that is one thing that i'll i'll, I'll throw them under the bus a little bit for and it, and i i chalk it down to it's a it's a korean it's a it's an eastern mmo right right they just they just that's just what they do but like they they really don't explain things very well when it comes to like faceting and and, and like the 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 uh upgrade systems and everything like that well that and then if you even go to like your tripod stuff which the try again i'm not we're not getting into the nuances of it, but like tripod is just upgrading your skills like they one of the skills will be like uh when rap when uh, after rapid fire gain 20 percent crit and you're like what the fuck is rapid fire like it, do, yeah. it, it doesn't explain what that in, in what it is so like you have to do research so that is bad but like all in all, man, this fucking game is just, it's just good. <laughs> like, it just, it feels good. It plays good. The PvP is amazing. I don't know, man. Like, if you've been looking for an MMO, if you're tired of fucking Final Fantasy and WoW, 15, it's free. Come play it. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, no I'm reason not to try it. I'm in fucking love. Um, and like, if you believe, if you want to see how a game developer, like, uh, Yoshi P or creative developer, like Yoshi P, if you didn't think there was anybody else out there like that, go watch gold river, go watch the director's, uh, uh, trailer for this game and some of the director interviews and how he, how passionate he is about this game and talks about what, like his love for this community and things like that. And this, and keep in mind, this game launched, you know, in 2018, 16. is it 16? Is that when it, when it was 16? I, so. I know it, it, it released there. in Korea a while ago. It was not in a very good state. It was in a very, very, very rough state. Um, okay, so closed beta <clears throat> was in 2016, so it came few... out shortly after. Okay. <clears throat> but it has gotten to a point now where they have, I mean, it's It's a love letter to Diablo fans. It's a love letter to fucking MMO fans. I mean, it just, the game fucking works, man, and it's good. It's just yep. fucking good. That's a good Red thing about having stitches. a game that's, 
native to one region being ported to another too is it doesn't have like the growing pains that a fresh mmo has where there's no content but and that's i don't know if the fucking reviewers are just ignorant to that aspect or if they're just glossing over it or if they just want to hype the game up even more but i've not seen a single interviewer say that this has been around since X amount of time, and that's why there's the content. There's like, yeah, this yeah, game solved the issue know, you're, you're of not having journalist. a content drought at the launch. I like, no, yeah, that's, 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 been that's not doing a lot of research. Yeah, that's ignorant. That's fucking. That, yeah, they, they, yeah, it, that's, that's just that's just game journalism is just being game journalism. If you're like, this days. is how every new MMO should launch with yeah. actual content to fill your end game time, and I was like, <laughs> release released five years earlier. Yeah, no, but what I option. what I will say is that this game does show how a drip fed and a game that has been out for a while should do content because you can go like we like swords of legends online right like we we all went and paid money to play that and that was a fucking hot that game has been out for umpteen amount of years and it's super successful over in the east and it comes over here and it's really bad like it's yeah, not that, that was that was their biggest issue is like yeah. instead of like I, th- I think that this game lost arc would have had issues if they would have come out like they originally intended to they originally intended to bring us out i think it was either t1 or t2 right max we were t1 is what we were supposed to be t1 at. max okay they last minute they were like fuck we need to release a t3 which is like raids like like that's that's when they started introducing some of the bigger raids and stuff and i think that was one of their best decisions that they made because we as na as na and and eu players when it comes down to that kind of stuff we go through content extremely quickly you know like a a lot of gamers these days will go through that content they'll just no life it for an entire fucking like two to three days there's already people that are max level in this game right well max level 50 not 60 well, well, soft cap, yeah. yeah. So the, the, there's a soft cap. There's like level fifty is your your soft cap, and then it's like BDO where your hard cap is sixty, but it takes you forever to get to sixty, right? So if you guys don't know what that means, that's what that means. Um, if they had done it where it was T one, those people wouldn't have anything to do right now, right? Like that once they hit the the soft cap, they'd be done. That's it, essentially. So unless you're going, yeah, unless you're going to go from like a completionist standpoint, but. Right. I mean, the, the, oh, and, and the, I'm, I mean, I mean, just by end standpoint game. in this game, right. yeah. But I, I just mean by end game, like raids. Oh, yeah. They yeah. wouldn't have had anything to do raid wise. They wouldn't have had anything to do. Uh, I don't think that they had like the 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 portals in a T1 either. So you would have just been essentially, okay, I'm here. I guess I got to go and fucking collect my cocoa seeds for you know four months while they fucking try and catch up. Shows you comparing this to to solo. Uh, what a good port is and what a bad port is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it is the, the thing about this is, so this puts us from what gold river said, I believe we are six to eight months behind Russia. The goal yeah. is that within three months by June, we are supposed to be, um, to we are supposed to be up to Russia by end of year. We are all on Korea's, uh, release schedule. Um, they have any DLCs yeah. for this game in Russia or no, it's what's up. Any deal, has there been any DLCs for this game or no? What do you mean by DLC? I mean, there's been expansions. Like, like, like how fast has their DLCs? No, they, no, they don't do that. Uh, Eastern, Eastern games don't really do that. They just come out with content patches. I was, yeah, I wasn't sure. They just, yeah, it's, gotcha. it's, all, it's all dumped content. It's just dumped into the game. Um, I, I shouldn't say that because Final Fantasy is an Eastern game. Yeah, but that's a normal Eastern MMO. It's a Western MMO, right? That's a Western style <laughs> MMO in an Eastern. 
developers. Um, yeah. But the the thing about this is that um, what I will say too is like like Gold Gold River. Um, he talked about one of his ideas for this, like with the, with the them, and it, we may get it, we may not. I don't know, but it was this concept of doing like a like a deal, like a content drop DLC where they were going to release uh, an entire new continent. But the only way that you could get to that continent was you had to sail there and there was no map. There was no direction on how you just had to discover it. And once, and and then it was community fed of how you got to that Island and it would get out there, but then they made it so that it continued to keep doing that every, like he wanted to do every like month or so the passing to get there would change. So it was a moving continent. Um, yeah. And it's just a, it's just a dope a, a concept and idea that they have the ability to do. I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a really good concept because like, like I was telling you earlier, and I they did that they did that kind of thing in Black Desert. It wasn't a moving content or a continent, right? But when they released the lawn, they also released the the island where the lawn originated from. The lawn the lawn is a uh, is a, a a classic character class that you could that you could play. Um, but because their ocean you can't use your mini map you can't use your map you essentially had to find that continent without a mini map so you just had to take your boat out there and sail i enjoyed that i fucking love sailing content like ocean content that's where i'm at right now right like i'm, I'm trying to get my boat as we speak <laughs> like stop, i'm on stop the playing, mission stop playing a fucking right now. he is playing yes yes playing. i am actually you're an asshole bro <laughs> oh. i i ain't getting kicked out bro i ain't getting put in a six thousand q <laughs> Sin is right now. Yeah, I'm logging in right soon now. As soon as this podcast goes down, Sin's oh, like shit. is there. Yeah. The entire um, time I've been like moving my character in the funny. <laughs> well, but yeah, I th- I think that I, if if they do do that, if they do some kind of like continent where you have to actually find it, that's just even more content, right? That's just the, even more things that the players have to, you know, contend with and that keeps them busy, you know? And that yeah. in a, in an MMO, keeping your player base busy is the is the key, right? Absolutely. Yeah. They keep them moving. And, and again, they have a shit ton of content to be able to continue to drip feed us and drop us new classes. I mean, we, you know, they can in this game easily drop a new class and that will keep, that will suffice for at least a week, two weeks. You, know, um, you know, I want that thing so bad, man. I can't see straight. Um, I, I don't understand it, man. No one needs, like, you don't I, need I, to don't, I don't understand why, why you want that considering how adverse you are to fucking, fucking M- or, uh, anime, but it man, doesn't matter. It's he cool wants that man to waifu titties, I bro. I want that fucking class. It looks dope. <laughs> um, but a lot of class, 15 total classes that we have right now, there's 21 in the total game, uh, overall. Um, it's just a blast to play. They do a great job too of power creep of making you feel powerful all the way through, but also kicking you your ass when you need to get your, your ass, ass kicked. will get kicked. <laughs> Dude, world I, bosses will fucking I, kick your ass. I, as in. a, as a Sorg, like there's, there's one section, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's like a, uh, a siege that you have to go in and, and take care of. Right. That right there was the first time in this game that I've felt like I am the most powerful person on this fucking battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it is, it is, it is fucking amazing, and their their cinematography too, man. Like they're, they, I, I hate yeah. their, I hate two of their main characters, but their cinematography is great. <laughs> like they just yeah. do a great job. It's it's great. We, got, Bill, you need to you need to pick it up tomorrow, man. I'm telling you, man, try it. Yeah, it's free. So I can drop bro. it on the twenty fifth. Sure, but it's free. So it's not, you're not you're not it's free, bro. <laughs> you're not gonna hurt. What, me, what you got to lose? Right? You know what? You know it's not free time. I mean, but that I don't know. Look, 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 bro. You can either continue to play the same fucking game you've been playing for what six years in in fucking what's it called? Uh, 
in the mods that you play, or you can go and play a new game. Hey, can I point <laughs> something out? Uh, I'm just on the uh, East Coast server list right now. Avesta, Regulus, and Azena, Azena already are cannot create characters. Yeah, they they close it off earlier this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. so Una's probably next, and then Galatur probably. So. so if you're wanting it, guys, if you want to get in and, and, and be part of our, our guild, um, you yep. need to get in there now. 15 bucks, it's definitely worth You will get the $15 worth. I promise you that. So. Um, I would imagine they'll probably reopen character creation within maybe what what would you say like a week maybe nah, two I would probably say like uh, two weeks maybe I, I know I know that they're opening they opened up another server for each region and then they're intending to open up a couple more servers for pretty much every region tomorrow yeah. so we'll we'll see if 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 they filter out some of the people from those uh, those larger side those larger uh, servers we might have it back open within a, like a week or two but it just it just depends on how many people uh, that influx of player base that comes in from the free to play market. So, yeah. All right, guys, we got to move on. <laughs> We've got 30 minutes to go through quite a bit. I mean, of you could swoon over lost Ark for the rest of the podcast. Oh, absolutely. I could swoon. Yeah, anyway. for sure. <laughs> we could go for the next six podcasts. Um, all right. News acquisitions, guys, acquisition season is upon us. So, Microsoft bought Activision. Not the one I thought was going to happen. Not, uh, no, none of us called this. None of us called this. Um, not. You I, think I did. No, I don't think you did. I don't think you did. I don't think you called this one. Um, but. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to go check back on the podcast. Yeah. Either way. Microsoft. Somebody, somebody listening right now, go check back on the podcast. See which one uh, Scruffy, Scruffy called. So yeah. my, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Last week, Sony bought Bungie. 3.8, I think million, 3.6, no, billion, I'm sorry, dollars. Um, was it three? I thought it was six. No, it was three, 3.6 or 3.8 no. uh, billion dollars. Picked up Bungie. Um, so if you, you, you guys tuned into last show, we're not last podcast. If you go back and listen to it, we're not getting into this heated debate about fanboy, right, wrong, whatever. Um, I think we can all agree that uh, fanboys on both sides are hypocritical pieces of shit and that they will see things through rose colored glasses and be and praise one for doing one thing and defame another for doing the same, right? So whether it's Microsoft defaming fucking Bungie, uh, fanboys defaming Bungie fanboys, or Sony fanboys defaming fucking uh, Microsoft fanboys because it, you know, it, so Sony fanboys are praising fucking Sony. Microsoft fanboys are flaming. Microsoft fanboys are flaming. Were praising when they bought Activision. Sony fanboys were flaming them. So it, it's fucking crazy. This is ridiculous. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts on this? Good, bad, and different. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I think it's a stupid acquisition. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Bungie was worth that much money personally. But I know that people are saying that they purchased it not for. The studio but for the talent which i i said i guess i can see that um bungie's a, a, been a pretty good talent at least in the industry for a long time my favorite part is is the memes that keep going around where it's like oh sony now it's halo it's like no no they just <laughs> yeah. they they yeah. own this company that originally made halo they do not own halo they own bungie they own fucking uh what's it called uh I always forget the fucking name of the game. Destiny, I, I could, you know, Destiny. Yeah. yeah, Destiny. 
Uh, I agree. Um, I agree. I don't think it's worth the three point six billion. I think that 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 number is kind of crazy to me. I understand why they bought it though. It, they bought it. They didn't buy it because of budget. Yeah. They bought it. They bought it because of the live action or the the live service yeah. games as a service. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what they picked up and bought. That's what I, I, I will. I will also say that I think. You know, there's a lot of people that go around and say, "Oh, it was a it was a reflex buy." You know, they 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 bought it to go up against Microsoft. I I kind of I kind of believe that it 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 quickened the deal, like it it put a hasty like, "Hey, we need to do this." Like on now. It, yeah, oh, like you know, but they've they've had they've had this deal in the in the in the books for a long time. Yeah. like there's there's no way that they're not they're they're spending three point six billion dollars in a week. Right, like there's there's no way that they're just calling up Bungie, be like, you know, Bungie be like, hey Bungie, we got three point six million dollars. You want to sell yourself? Let's go, baby, Sony. <laughs> yeah, Bill. So, oh, well, uh, you can go, Bill, if you'd like. I don't. I'm just Bill is our is our is our you know resident, resident Sony Sony player. Sony. I mean, he's our yeah. he's our he's our Sony guy. Uh, I, th- from what I have gathered, it, the purchase. Well, Destiny Two has been—it's been Sony leaning for a while. I—I I feel like the purchase is leaning more towards uh, resurrecting like older style Bungie IPs, and uh, like you were saying, the talent in the live service model. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't think that. I just don't see Destiny. Personally, I'm I'm getting tired of the back and forth on this kind of stuff already. I'm. Well, yeah. I imagine this I'm is the start the too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm of the mindset where I would the beginning. Yeah, I would prefer there to be more like freelance floating development studios than have them all kind of getting soaked up by like Microsoft, Sony, ten, uh, Tencent. Yeah, Tencent. Yeah. yeah, and then Nintendo kind of doing their own thing in the corner. But I, I it makes me nervous in that aspect, but there is a positive outlook where with large producer funds, you can do a lot more than you could in a uh, independent environment. So yeah, yeah. There, I there, think there's getting like... bad to it. I just, it, it makes me nervous about like overall, like developmental competition. So, I, I, I like the, that aspect. Before, before we move on to you, Scruffy, real quick, I, I did have a question for you guys on it and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, one, when they did acquire it, one of the things for them was that they were planning, like they're still autonomous completely. Like that they, they're saying that Sony has no say in anything. Do you think that's actually true or not? No, absolutely like, not. No, I don't, believe, I don't believe that at all. They have about as much say in their games as what Bethesda has in Microsoft. Like Microsoft has in Bethesda's games. I would venture, I guess. Like I, I don't, you're I don't, gonna function as a studio, like independently in that aspect. But if we deem something one way or the other, then... I mean the the companies these these companies like my because I don't believe it for Microsoft either. Like I I absolutely believe that they're like they are not going to continue to let uh, Bungie or Bethesda or any of these other companies just kind of have free reign to do whatever they want. That's like saying like, yeah, Activision, we bought Activision, but they're, they're going to continue to do yeah, what they I was, want. I was like, about to say, they're definitely not doing it with Activision because they, they came out today and were like, hey, we're keeping a close eye on Activision and if they fuck up, they fuck up, we're done. You know, like they're, they're out of there. Right. Right. 
Um, Scruff, I'm, you've been waiting patiently. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, Scruff. Apologize, um, bud. And really, I have no opinion. No, what? Um, <laughs> that's, that, that's partially true because Scruff, really, you're I mean, our local fence toast sitter. I, I, uh, this of course affects me in no way whatsoever. I am no longer a Sony player. I am not a Destiny fan. But um, I also am not shocked by this. And if I do recall, I think I called this out on the last podcast, but maybe I'm wrong. If not, I was thinking it at least because I know yeah. Bungie and Sony, Sony were already like pretty close with their, their Bungie or Destiny Sony exclusive uh, shit as well. Um, I don't think this was a bad acquisition. I do agree with you guys that this probably the, the amount that they paid was maybe not worth it entirely. Um, but I can also see Sony's way of looking, uh, again, with the talented creators on the team. But also, I heard rumors of Sony wanting to take Bungie past the realm of gaming and also introducing Bungie yeah, yeah. into um, TV and stuff, uh, movies and shows, pretty much the, the world of like other media and entertainment. Um, so I could also see, you know, that being a goal of theirs in, in this aspect and making it a little bit more worth it if, if they actually get something going there. Well, especially yeah. because Sony, I mean, they make movies. <laughs> that just yeah, kind so of it, it makes perfect sense. sense. And and with already uh, Bungie's, you know, talent with their their live action uh, and cinematography, well, I think it it could make a good universe. Honestly, my my question is Bungie cinematics or Blizzard cinematics? Riot oh. cinematics. Yeah, Riot Riot Riot, 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 Riot does some Riot, Riot puts the Riot fucking anime, bro. Yeah, Riot cinematics have blown me away. Before I would have Richard. said Blizzard cinematics all all the way. Well, I, I I will I will point out that Riot is their cinematic team is predominantly made out of ex Blizzard employees. Well, that, that completely <laughs> that, that completely <laughs> makes sense then. But yeah, Riot yeah. as far as cinematography Riot, goes is top tier in the gaming scene. I'd say that's the line down. I don't. I'm not not to say Bungie is, is has bad cinematography. I just think. Uh, I, I just enjoy the other ones more personally. Opinion. It's like it's like it, it's like varsity and JV. Bungie's the JV team, and fucking yeah. Riot yeah. and, and no. Blizzard are the the varsity team. So, Bill, yeah. I, I do want to say one thing about this, where you know, I, I did take some time to think about like the whole overall landscape of consumer friendly. Are you listening to the podcast, I'll get off. Gruffy? <laughs> Sorry. He's trying to be like I was right. I, I did say it, um, but uh, the. I thought I took a long, like hard look um, at kind of uh, that thought, right, of of what's happening with the landscape of gaming and and publishers and these companies going away. One thing I did come away with is that out of these acquisitions, a lot of these guys and a lot of people are getting paid a lot of money that are going to leave and so and start other development companies, new right? Teams, like yeah. new teams, new things. Mm. So, are we going to get you know? A company that is going to have the pedigree of active well fuck that, that i cannot believe that came out of my mouth a pedigree of like you know uh blizzard or you know bungie or whatever like of yesteryear maybe not but like we are going to get i would guarantee out of these I acquisitions i would probably say we're going to get at least 10 to 15 new companies um, well, we've got that we've got that one that's like the uh i can't remember what they call themselves but it's like snow yeti or something like that it's made up of uh like two, two or three of the original heads of Blizzard and a bunch of employees that they poached from right. Blizzard, you know, Activision Blizzard. I'm looking forward to that one because they're they're trying to come back with like uh, original 
like World of Warcraft, Starcraft, RTSs, right? Which is something we haven't seen in the in the in the industry for a long time, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's hopefully that puts a little bit of ease into it. I still understand it, like two companies, three companies monopolizing, owning all of this, and it, it can create I'm, a wasteland. I'm pretty well over the monopolizing idea at this point. I did some more research into stuff myself, and just because big dollar amounts are being thrown around does like Microsoft's money still concerns me, but seeing the interactions between the companies and stuff like that, I don't think there's any intent on closing the gaming space off in that kind of a way. Well, and, and Microsoft has came out recently and said that even with their Activision Blizzard purchase, they're still technically third I, I largest will, company. Well, um, to your point, Bill, like closing it off, like we talked about before, it would be suicide, right? I mean, we're not suicide. It would just be stupid, right? It's like both companies have to, and I think that this is, and I mentioned this before, is like this is was was these, you know, and I, I'm I'm going to give the credit to to Spencer on this, not to Microsoft, but just to Phil Spencer specifically. I think he was like, look, we have to push this shit forward. The only way that we can do this is by fucking forcing evolution of saying, guys, fuck, we got to play together, man. Like we have to fucking get over this hump. And like now we're actually seeing this like come to fruition. Hopefully it continues to stay right. Like um, because both Microsoft and fucking Sony have said this is not the end. We are buying more companies <laughs> like it just is what it is. Yeah, I, I also don't see the whole deifying Phil Spencer thing. I think he's a great guy for the industry, but I, I don't hold him as an as high of a pedestal as y'all do. Hmm. But teach his own, right? Yeah, teach his own. Um, all right. Uh, moving on from that, we have, did you guys catch the Nintendo direct? I did nope. not. Yeah. I, I know nothing that came out of it except all of the Kirby memes. Don't give a shit about Nintendo. Last time they released something good, it was seven, eight years ago. Okay. We're just, he's, he's <laughs> muted for a little while chat. Don't worry. I'm in the timeout corners. Bill, you're again, one of our, I mean, I'm an, I'm Nintendo. I like Nintendo stuff. I, I'm not, I'm not. A Nintendo hater, but you are our Switch player. You know what? What do you? Yeah, what do you think, pr man? primarily my girlfriend's a Switch player. I dabble in it every now and then. I have the Castlevania collection on there, and I have some fun with that. Um, the Nintendo Direct, a few really nice highlights with a whole bunch of we're re-releasing old ass games on the Switch and games that like were never on like Nintendo consoles on the Switch, which I found. Weird. Um, the big highlights were uh, Mario Strikers. We have a new Mario Strikers game, which those are actually phenomenal soccer games, believe yes, it or they not. they are. Um, we have a new uh, Xenoblade Chronicles coming out. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was announced. And uh, we've got a new Kirby game coming out in the vein of like Mario Odyssey. So a kind of semi-open world uh 3d kirby game that actually looks really really cool even with all of the Yay. mouth stuffed there's memes. a lot of kirby memes because <laughs> you know the last time kirby was relevant you know i was 13 you're not you're wrong actually a few years ago <laughs> kirby had a phenomenal game that came out um thank you very much so uh yeah, no, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Th those were the three big takeaways that I saw. Um, You're not excited about Nintendo, Nintendo Switch with Sports? Disney on a few things, which I find really weird. Or what? They're um, partnering with who? Disney. Disney. Oh. 
They've got yeah, a Disney a racing game on there. Uh, that's like that surprised me the most because they also were advertising uh, the DLC pack for Mario Kart uh, Switch in the same Nintendo Direct that they're advertising think, another competing racing title. You think, you think maybe Disney is going to purchase Nintendo? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Please, dear so? God, no. Nintendo would allow Actually, that. no. I the, think the, the, the weird, the weird think thing can. about it was, uh, so we had the Disney racing game, and then they were announcing um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed is coming yeah. out on Switch. Like, the OG Force Unleashed. Yeah. Like, that old-ass game is coming out on Switch. I was like, I'm, I mean, I'm maybe, really but I thought I'm curious, man. If if they're starting to push stuff with. out, I thought Universal owned, out, man. owned parts in of Nintendo, or do they just own like the theme park right? The theme, yeah, theme park rights. <laughs> Universal Studios or Universal, I know for a fact has theme park rights. I just don't know if they have other rights to Nintendo, um, no. because that is a like Nintendo World is coming to. Super Mario World is or land or whatever it's fucking called is coming to Orlando. It's in Japan as a theme park um, in Universal Studios. So anyway, I don't know. But you're not excited about No Man's Sky coming to the Switch or Nintendo Switch it, Sports? They're all fucking old ass games, dude. Like uh, the one old game that got me excited was Chrono Cross. Seeing I am excited a, about Chrono it's Cross. A, it's a uh, it's a re- remaster of Chrono Cross coming to the Switch that actually I am ex- dude, Advanced and Wars then, 1 and 2. There's a few on. games that were coming out that looked like Octopath Traveler like style games just taking that heart style and Yeah, I'm excited for Advanced and, Wars 1 and 2. I loved Advanced Wars, bro. Kind of jumping back to the uh, acquisition talk real fast is uh with um the acquisition of Activision I guess they want to put COD now on Switch, is what I heard. So it kind of relates. Sure. I don't know if that has to do anything with that. But Why not? It's on mobile. I mean. Yeah. So I don't know. That was interesting. Well, Nintendo, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo's, like, when you watch their directs. So it's, a, it's a partnership between Nintendo and Universal for that resort uh, location. Universal doesn't have any stake in Nintendo okay. as a company. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Disney does buy them. I don't know. But if you guys ever watch these directs live, because uh, I went back and, re- and rewatched it, it, it's so weird, man, because it's like Nintendo is just this, like... Nintendo itself is weird. They dude. literally they have, like, a split personality. It's fucking weird. It's some, at some points in time, they're, it's like, fuck, yes, yeah, like, the direct, it, it's in the same direct. It's like, yes, yes, this is awesome, and the next minute they're hitting you in the face with, like, front mission first. What? Who? Did somebody want this? Like, did somebody ask for this? Where the fuck that, did this that come was from? What me and Britt were talking about the entire time that they were going through that, like that middle section of like who asked for Star Wars Forced Unleashed to come out on Switch? Like, who out there wants that? Yeah, and so and and to me, especially right now, like with the Steam Deck coming out and or like starting to get out there and people getting their hands on it, and the next couple of weeks being full released, like. I don't know, man. Like, this is a time when, to me, Nintendo needs to come out swinging for the fucking fences because that is exactly who the Steam Deck is going after is the handheld market. And that is a market that Nintendo has held on to for very a very long time. Um, you think they're you think they're gonna announce a, a 1440p or whatever fucking version of the Switch or the, yeah, no, the Switch? No. Absolutely not. Wasn't that what wasn't that what everybody was expecting? Like a Switch Pro was gonna be like 4k or some shit like that's what i heard they'll never know and then then they real and then they released the switch they'll go they'll go 4k when everyone's going 8k 
That's that's that their motto is like one step back. Let's backward. Like let's go back yeah. there. Um, but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, it, it, I don't know. It works for man. I don't know. Like Nintendo does their own thing. I, I just they're successful. Dude, they're successful. Well, they're only they're successful because there's like a small subsect of people that will continuously buy their shit. I don't know if it's a small <laughs> subsect, man. I mean, people are buying that Pokemon game in fucking droves, and it's not getting the best reviews I, out and there. I don't understand that. Um, but that shit looks like a fucking five year old put it together in stock assets. Did you get uh, RCS, Bill? Hmm. Uh. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So, have you played it personally, or? I've watched Bert play it. I haven't played it. Okay. It's yeah. it's it's really good. It's a lot of fun. She's very much enjoying it. Even if it looks like a GameCube game, she is very yeah. much enjoying it. That's good. I've I've heard it's fun. And that's what I figured. Like the gameplay of it was gonna be fun, even though it looks like, yeah. It's like, like I mean, well, that, no, I don't think any of us deny that the game, like the the loop, was fun. I think it was did. I'm just thinking. I just think that I, I just, everyone, I just said it looks like trash. It looks I, like a fucking I, I 2012 it, game. Yeah, I think the graphics is where we were kind of like, what? Uh, yeah, especially that's, that's, especially that's in comparison to other opinion. games on there. Yeah, that's the universal opinion on it. Um, is that graphically, it's I, I watched uh, back, but. I watched it I watched Tony a, play it. it. It seemed like the 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 actual game mechanics were were well thought out. But oh yeah, yeah, it's the direction Pokemon needs to go, and a lot of people are saying this is Game Freak finally waking up that they needed to release another game outside of what they've been doing. They've they've needed an open world like Pokemon game for a long time. That wasn't the fucking Sword and Shield one, you know. You know what's crazy about Nintendo to me is the fact that they have such a catalog of IPs that they could fucking drop at any given time mm-hmm. and just make a shit ton of money. And they do it in such like a weird fashion. Again, like Mario Strikers. Like Mario Strikers is a phenomenal... You're right. It's a phenomenal soccer game. And it has the Mario stuff. It's like, honestly, like, bring back Mario Baseball, man. Mario Sluggers, I love that game. That game was great. Um, but where's Mario my... Mario does sports games really well. Yeah. It, it's For whatever reason. Like Mario Sluggers, Mario Tennis, Mario Strikers, like... Those... That. <laughs> dude i need a mario like uh, nba jam mashup give me a mario fucking basketball game on like a 2d plane i'm all in mario versus space jam sure man i don't know i don't want lebron james anywhere near my fucking mario game <laughs> i want i want a mario foosball game but it's there, there what if, been if mario basketball games by the way since. but if it's, if it's space jam then they have I'm to have the bunny you can't you can't cut yeah, mario uh, mario slam Mario Slam. I need to go find that. They, they were uh, they were DS games, so that's probably why. that's probably why. Yeah, I, I I was not a DSer. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just want my Kid Icarus games. Like, where's those? Where's all my like old school fucking shit? Um, I actually do think that that Nintendo will would get in the acquisition Nintendo- game to buy Sega. I see that acquisition happening. I could see that acquisition happening too. I also think Nintendo is opening up to like revitalizing some of their older ips like what they did with they finally put out like a decent metroid game recently they're still working on right. metroid prime I heard um, uh, the, Dread was really good. yeah the the kirby game is a good jump in the right direction for revitalizing that franchise um well they just need to keep riding aren't they doing a new earthbound game the ground uh oh no it's being mother earthbound is being added a lot okay like where is there no, yeah, why do no, they not having just, earthbound game Bound 3 is finally getting a U.S. release. It was a Japan exclusive for ever. Oh, okay. 
Oh, well, there you go. Nintendo. They're doing Nintendo things like they're always doing. So, um, do they have any more bunnies like they did the last time? Are we talking about rabbits? Mm-hmm. Rabbits. Yeah, the no. rabbits bullshit. No, no that rabbits. shit was no. weird as fuck, man. They, they didn't actually advertise that game. Which rabbits. We haven't heard of it. I, I can see what's rare. <laughs> is rabbits rare? Mm-hmm. Is rabbits owned by Rare? Oh, yeah, which is like they're part of the uh, Rayman. That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention this about the Bungie thing. Quick, I want to go back real quick. Just, just wrap your head around this re- just for one second of Bungie's lifestyle. Bungie Independent Studio, right? Bungie comes up. Bungie makes Halo. Microsoft buys Bungie. Bungie splits away from Microsoft, goes independent again. Microsoft keeps Halo. Bungie does their thing, then gets picked up by Activision. Bungie's with Activision for a little while. Bungie splits, does their own thing. Microsoft buys Activision. Then Bungie gets bought by Sony. Like Bungie's a whore. <laughs> Bungie has fucking got has had more pipe laid in it know. than any other gaming industry publisher. That's hilarious. Such a good point. Like it, da- it dawned on me when I first heard about it. I was like, holy fuck, man! Bungie has has touched everybody. It's like the the, per, the girl in the corner being like, "Yeah, man. I mean, if you want to touch the EA, they, they, they ain't touch the EA. <laughs> no, surprisingly it's enough. Next, I bet, bro. Oh. You think they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna buy? They're gonna buy it off Sony? Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. All right. Uh, so, uh, last bit of news before we close out, guys. Get your questions ready. By the way, if you have any questions, um, get them ready pertaining to stuff that we talked about. Um, but, oh, and we also have two questions that Chicken Boy phoned in or called in or messaged or whatever. So we have those. We have to bring those up as well. Um, but, uh, yep, we got your questions, Chicken Boy. Um, so (laughs) we absolutely live in a dystopian future (laughs) where bank heists are now happening, uh, virtually online in the crypto metaverse world. Your NFTs aren't safe. Hide your NFTs, hide your Bitcoins, hide your wife. <laughs> they're, all, they're all getting jacked. Um, a hacker walked away with $300 million worth of cryptocurrency in the fourth largest, keep that in mind, fourth largest, only fourth largest blockchain heist ever. Amazing. Like that, let that sit in for just a second. The point of cryptocurrency was that it was supposed to be secure and it's supposed to be like a better way and a more stable way of banking. Then I, I, I want to get away from big banks. This ain't the way dog. (laughs) This ain't the way. Like my money under the mattress. What the hell? Bruh. Three hundred uh, million dollars. Web, web three thirty million to be exact too. Web three will get there eventually, but right now, and it, it's, it's sketch, man. And it wasn't even a fucking like a like Doge coin or some other bullshit like cheap ass coin. It was Ethereum. Like he 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 stole three hundred and thirty million dollars worth of Ethereum from one hundred and twenty thousand, or, or stole nearly one hundred twenty thousand. Ethereum at a one-to-one exchange token with the Ethereum's network ether. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, what's Did we just name? lose Craig? Uh, Craig, yeah, disconnected. <laughs> uh oh, is was Craig involved in this? He knows was, too much. 
Are we getting hacked at the moment? Is the wormhole here now being exploited on us? Like, I'm not going to stop the show just for this. Like, we got to keep talking. But <laughs> I'm, I mean, if, if we stop the show now, I don't have the complete show for the recording. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, I can talk more about Lost Ark. You guys want to talk more about Lost Ark? Are we allowed to talk, Enigma? Can we not talk? I, I mean, you guys are talking. Yeah. I don't think. I think Craig's broke. I don't think he's joining. Can we kick, can we kick him and then bring him? Oh well, oh, there, there we go. goes the video. Bye, Craig. So you know, we, you know how we don't like we we touted like, oh man, no issues. The, the podcast is going to go off with the outage. <laughs> yeah, Scruff, get real. Like, thanks. Like, I need you to keep Bill somehow. Peep your head the other way. <laughs> oh, now recording. There we go. There you go. Welcome back, Craig. Everybody say welcome back, Craig. Um, welcome back, Craig. Anyway, I, this is just insane to me. Like, I, and and like if you watch like the like the transactions, it was like plus zero point one, plus one hundred twenty thousand, minus ten thousand, minus eighty thousand, minus three three hundred or three thousand seven fifty, minus sixteen thousand, plus two hundred sixty nine thousand three hundred fifty six and sixty. Like what the fuck, man? Like. I don't know, dude. This is just nuts to me. Web three, man. It'll get there. It'll get there, but it's it's still Wild West territory right now, and nobody loved Robin Banks more than Cowboys. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I guess. Just be careful, please, guys. NFTs, uh, stay away from them. <laughs> like, just stay away from NFTs. But we've talked about it numerous times. Um, yeah. But cryptocurrency, guys, please be careful. Like, please, please, please be careful and be smart about what you're doing. Um, and, and do research on where you're putting your money and investing your stuff. Um, because shit like this can happen. Um, I'm going to make my own cryptocurrency. Do not buy Enigma coin. Of my balls. Riddle coin. out in different patterns. It's... It's funny because like this is the Batwing NFT of my balls, and then this is the goat NFT of my balls. Someone has watched Waiting. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Oh, movie. It is identical to working in the food service industry. Just want to put that out there. I have served, <laughs> and that is exactly the shit that happens in those restaurants. Um terrifying. Yeah, it is. It's a hundred percent. Don't ever send your food back and don't fuck with people that handle the, your food. The, the, I don't. I the only do. problem is I wish every restaurant had Ryan Reynolds in it. It'll oh, just make man. my dining experience a hundred percent better. Right. There's a Ryan Reynolds in every restaurant. You just gotta find him. <laughs> so uh yeah. Um anyway, quick hit stuff before we open up to questions. Dying Light 2 came out. Uh, at first, it seemed to be kind of eh, but then after the day one patch that fixed a, fixed a thousand things, it seems to have gotten better. Um, there's still That's what I was telling my cousin. My cousin was big into Dying Light 1. He was like, yeah, I didn't pick it up because all the reviews said it was shit, and I was like, yeah, but they literally fixed it after all of the reviews. I've, I've like, reviewers got to yeah, shut I've, their mouth until literally the day one patch. I've I've been hearing opposite, man. Like every everybody I talk to that's that's played it is like it's fucking amazing. Well, that, that's the thing. Now, the the crazy, the people man. playing the game are liking yeah. the game, but everybody that was reviewing yeah. it was reviewing it like this when game. the embargo lifted, like good three old, or four days before. Good old reviews. games journalists, you know. Yeah. So oh, it yeah. had like an 81% on Metacritic, but gamers are like thrilled about it about it. So. I still I still have heard that there are some some things about the game that the, are kind of like issues. It, yeah. It's not 
Well, it's not Dying, perfect. Dying no. Light also came out with some issues. Dude, Techland is a fucking buggy ass company when it comes to their games. Like, uh, but um, one of the cool things they do though is they'll turn their like bugs and stuff into like events later down the line. They had a bug in the game Dying Light one whenever it first came out where if you uh if you kicked something it would just like de physics them and they would just go flying. And then for the April Fool's event they put that bug back into the game so you could just. They they did it with this zero physics. They did it with this. It was uh they so the pre build game came out with a quote unquote developer room that they had there so that what you could do was go in the game to get products and items that you could try out in the world. They didn't take it out. They just left it in. They were like, you got to find just find the key to it and go in there. But we're shutting it down. Like it was like four days after the game launched. They're like, we're gonna shut it down. So you got four days. Go have a fucking blast. And they, they're yeah, just man. like, yeah, shut like, it down. That's the kind of shit I can respect. Like, that takes, like, Bethesda-level buggy, but then puts it in the power of the player. Like, yeah, we're aware of it. Have fun, guys. Right. We're, we're, we're... Yeah. The, the issues that I've, I've heard about it is just, like, there's some things that... Uh, um, like, the way that the game kind of progresses and some of the story beats of it... Or not story, but, like... Uh, uh, not story beats, but... Just, like, overall kind of mechanics of the game feel a little weird um but i don't know man i yeah, mean the run they're running they're running in the uh in the parkour to me and grant granted i haven't played it but the running in the parkour to me it looks very floaty like it, it seems like it's very uh well, that's what we said about the first dying light too it's didn't it kind of start like that like and then they well, patched yeah. it dying light the original dying light didn't get good until almost like two years after the or like didn't yeah. get to a point of being at where it is now for like almost two years um, yeah. it was a bunch of the DLCs that made it a lot better. So, um, seafood, I will say oh, sorry, from what I've been, what I've been hearing as well, it's probably one of the better optimized games that have come out recently as far as AAA goes. And it's got maybe the best optimized, uh, ray tracing engine going on with it. Awesome. I mean, I plan on picking it up just not right now. Uh, so, yeah. um, Seafood came out. I am absolutely going to pick up Sifu at some point in time. Um, Sifu is the game that was, uh, it is the game that we saw at the Game Awards or E3, one of them, where you start, you fight. It's it's like hand-to-hand combat. Um, it's a roguelike, but when you die, you age. And then when you hit 70 years old, you die and you're dead. And then you have to restart your run. Um, but you have to die to be able to level up your so character. Wait, you're you're going to break your ethic embargo? Uh, no, I'm not buying it now. I will buy it. I'm not buying anything now because of Lost Ark, but when it eventually oh, yeah, it's uh, a one-year exclusive, bro. It's a one-year exclusive. I don't know. Yeah, if it is. I don't know. They, as far as I've been reading, like they, I, they, I see no no news on it ever coming yeah, to Steam. It looks like it's the, uh, PlayStation only. The uh, the what's it called the the developers have said nothing about it being on Steam. So yeah, well, that's sad. Um, well, what about their other game, Absolver? Absolver wasn't on Steam. Was on Steam yeah. yeah, Absolver's was on it? Steam. Yeah. Then, then, was then on Steam, very yeah. well might. They very well might. Okay, yeah. they might. It's it is a very. I still think it's stupid, but that was before Epic Games was a thing, though. Yeah, like really taking off. Yeah. Um, but it is a. I also I've... don't think Absolver was on PlayStation, was it? It was PlayStation Four and Windows and Xbox One. It was completely. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was completely open. Um, I, I think Sifu, from what I've seen, has been, is one of these games where it is like pain. It's it's you love to hate it and you hate that you love it. Um, kind of games. It's a very fucking difficult game. It's a difficult game to master, but it is a 
a very unique style of game. Um, so I heard it was uh, I heard it was really really short though. Uh, it is extremely short. Yeah, but I mean, I've heard that it's also extremely fucking difficult. Like, oh no, I'm, I'm not saying that's not it, but I am. I I have heard a lot of people say it's it's very very like overly how, short. How much is the game? The amount of money that you're paying for it. Is it there? Is it? Sifu, I feel like it's thirty. I think it's thirty bucks. Yeah, it sounds like a thirty dollar game. Sifu, it is. Does it have any form of replayability? It's got the uh, it's got the different you know runs that you can make, but yeah, it's a it's a roguelite esque. It's how much? Thirty nine. Thirty nine and yeah. That's a little pricey. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. I think I think it's well worth the price from what the game offers. I I think put there is enough replay. That, yeah. There is enough replayability into it. There's different endings depending on how uh, what age you're at by the time you get to the ending, how many times you die because it, it goes off of like a uh, uh, like a rogue legacy style thing where uh, it's like a lineage. Yeah. But to me, the problem, though, is if you're going to go exclusive, I feel like you should automatically, I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to go exclusive in a game like that, I think it should be cheaper than 40 bucks. I just think 40 and exclusive is like a little much because I don't know. I mean, in my mind, you got the exclusivity money. Um, Like you couldn't give it to us. I'm not saying 20, but I think 30. I think $30. Is a, 30 would have been fair. Price point. It'll be on sale eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully when it comes to Steam. Um, That's a new one. Wow. Sister19lol.online. Go have at it. Good God. That <laughs> one's the first actual, like, sketchy huh. one I've seen in a minute. Wow. That's good to know bots are alive and well. Everybody say hi to the bot. Um, hi, bot. Is that Craig's sister, <laughs> though? Do we know? Is That that may be Craig's sister. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, last little bit of news. Uh, the Steam Deck, like I said, is getting out there. Um, reviews are coming in, and they are saying that it is fucking phenomenal. Um, hardware-wise. They, hard, hardware uh, yeah. they haven't allowed a deep dive into the software yet. Nope, hardware-wise. They are saying that the battery is a little bit on the uh, light side. If you don't shut the thing off, it'll last 90 minutes. Um, so Oof. that's a little rough. But uh, That is rough. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Epic then in turn said, fuck the Steam Deck. No Fortnite or Epic games will ever come to that, which is cool. fucking, a fucking lie. Nobody, won. Nobody asked him. <laughs> well, at the same time, it's all it's running. It's running fucking Windows in the background or Linux or some shit. Just all you got to do is just break the yeah, shit and fucking download, download yeah. the goddamn thing. So it's not like it's like, well, all right, I mean, it, 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 it does. It does make sense because fucking. I also Epic wanna... is, is not a good friend of Linux, so it's like. Yeah, I want to clarify what you were saying about that 90-minute uh, battery drain. It, they they did get it to, uh, they did a battery, that was a battery strain test. They had Devil May Cry set up on uncapped frame rate, V-Sync enabled, max settings, um, and that was the quickest that the battery drain was an 87-minute. Uh, I thought that was just it was running in the back. It was just on. and it went. It no, no, that was the strain test. On average, they had it... Uh, most people are having it run anywhere between two to eight hours, depending on what the uh, what their bad. settings are and what game they're playing. I mean, now that the hardware is out, it's starting to get out there. I'm I am probably going to pick one up, um, especially also just with Lost Ark. But I'm very interested in picking one up again. I'd, I'd wait a few generations, but yeah, it, see, it seems like it's uh, the battery is running on the lower end as of right now of the two to eight. It seems to be more of like a two to four 
for most people that are like putting in like consistent time on it. Yeah. And I could play Lost Ark in bed. I can play Final Fantasy fourteen in bed. That's one there of the big go. reasons I've got a uh, a pre order on the Steam Deck was so that I can because I feel like I would enjoy Final Fantasy fourteen in a mobile way more than I would sitting at my computer with it. It there just nice. would be more convenient for that kind of grind. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the quick hit stuff. Uh, questions. I don't think we got any in chat, but um, Chicken Boy, he sent in some questions. You guys have them prepped? You guys have them ready? Yeah, I sent them to you. Sent where? Where? <laughs> in the in the podcast chat. Um, yeah, looking at the podcast chat. Where did you guys pin them? <laughs> no. Do you know how much st stuff we talk about in the podcast <laughs> chat? Holy shit, man! You want me to just go searching for? We talk fucking... about a lot of stuff that's not even relevant I, to the podcast. I mean, I mean, I, I would have, I would have hoped that you would have, instead of just letting it sit in the fucking podcast chat, downloaded them. You, oh my god, you guys can't do. I have to do it all, bro. Jesus Christ, you just have to show up. <laughs> this is what we pay you for. Come fucking on, now. You Christ! I literally you got, got you the fucking oh recordings. What do you mean? You literally oh, just had to click this? a fucking button. <laughs> Scruffy, did you find it? Please tell me you find it. No, I haven't found it. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Hold on. Acting like it's uh, my fault. Bro, you didn't I'm having fucking it, like, click I'm, a button. I'm literally having you, a Oh, I'm, I'm sorry that I fucking expected you to you go and, and would expend 2.86 neutrons of fucking your life to fucking click a button. Oh, my God. Hey, we're going to mute Enigma. We're, we're going to mute Enigma because keep in mind... The amount of effort it takes to put Jesus. this fucking show together is crazy. Okay, I just want to make sure that's known. Thanks. Like Man, I'm just like I'm it, sitting it, over it here with my fucking. It would have been even worse just clicking that fucking button. Let me tell you what. You couldn't have just pinned it. Rough. I don't understand. You couldn't have just fucking <laughs> pinned it. I bro. did. I fucking did. No, you didn't. We're, we're having it no, out, bro. You did. I just have no idea where. You There's no it. way you pinned it because I'm God, fucking man. going through the la like. You know how I know you didn't pin it because I'm going through it right now, and the pin stuff. I is didn't it. pin it. I said I posted it. I don't give a fuck about posting if you don't pin it. I can't find it, bro. Click the button. Oh, you click the fucking button. <laughs> I did. Oh my God. On twice. I'm okay. I finally found it. I, it was. Oh Jesus Christ, dude. God, fuck it. Oh my God. <laughs> Mike, seriously, Mike okay, you are killing me. I'm good to play both of these, right? Like, they're like, it's not, uh, I don't know. Ch chicken, one of them was Mimi. I'm just, I'm just saying, okay, well, I'm gonna play it. I don't know which one this first is. One, the first I'm one is Mimi. Sure there was a, I'm pretty sure there's a description underneath it. Okay, first one, you got here. We go. Hey guys, this is chicken boy to do one. Uh, I don't know if anybody has sent a recorded message to the podcast. Yet or no, but you know, I decided to do it just so to see if it works I'm happy or not. <laughs> that you did it, Jake and boy. It um, does work. I have a few questions, so I'm gonna oh, see if you. I can fit them all. Um, <laughs> so my first question is: Later this year, there's a potential of Fallen Order two and Frostpunk two to be released. What are y'all's opinions over these two games in general? And would, would any of y'all consider playing these games on your stream? Okay, boom. All right, we're gonna pause there for that one. So Frostpunk two and Fallen, Fallen Order, Order 2. 2. Uh, I have not played Fallen Order 1. Um, Same. Uh, I've heard that it's a very good game. You haven't played Fallen Order, nope. uh, Bill? Oh. Nah, man. I, I thought that would be rid of your I, alley, man. You, you, you would think. I, I, it's on my list. I also haven't played Neo 2 either, so. Wow, that actually shocks me more than Fallen Order 2. 
Yeah. But so I, I can. I, can I, I, ho- I hope that Fallen Order Two is just as good as Fallen Order One because I've heard nothing but good things about yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've heard really good things. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. I'm. I'm not a Soulsborne player, but you know, I, from what I did play of it, it was really fun. I watched some of it. I enjoyed a lot what I watched, but yeah, I never played it either. Yeah. But, uh, I've I have I have played uh, Frostpunk though, and that's I heard that game's hard. It's a very fun, very challenging yeah. uh, colony management. I, I'm looking forward to number two. Yeah, I have Frostpunk two on my wish list. So, both um, yeah, games yeah, I yeah. want to play, uh, both being the first ed- editions, and then I would love to get into the second ones eventually. But I I don't have currently any plans to play them. I have Lost Ark, so I don't give a fuck about anything right now. So <laughs> that's just where I, I got I a question in my chat. Okay, sure. let me. Can I finish this uh, one? Or oh, there, there's more. There's yeah, more. there's more. Yes, yeah. no. Question yes. number two: yes. With the new surges of Omicron, do you think this will impact the video game industry in terms of delayed release dates or uh, big events like E3? Uh, could it be uh, a repeat of 2020? Events, yes. Uh, game development, no. Yeah. yeah, I think one of isn't the next E3 already? Uh, yeah, COVID pretty well killed that I mean, type E3 of E3 was dying anyway. anyway. E3 yeah, was yeah, on it was. its last leg. So this conventions is... are still fine, but like this like E3 and stuff like that, I, I'm pretty sure that's all just gonna be remote showcases anymore. Dude, TwitchCon when it comes no. back is gonna blow the fuck up. And then coincidentally it's going so is the human civilization when all of the variants decide to have an orgy at TwitchCon and become some kind of super virus that wipes the face of the earth off. So there you go. Nice. Thanks, Twitch. Yeah. Thanks, Amaranth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, game development. No, I think game development is, is they have like the thing about this. And I've said this from the beginning is that something like this is again, an evolutionary process where companies are realizing, Oh shit, we can do remote work and it fucking, is actually somewhat better than going into the office because people can just kind of chill at their home and feel relaxed and blah, blah, blah. But like it was hella convenient for schooling to like universities specifically. It opened up a lot of infrastructure routes for more efficient, uh, both work and learning. I don't know about that. Through through our schools over here through a fucking loop because they were like, well, how do, how do we fucking set this up? I don't understand technology. Yeah, what the, do we there do? There were growing pains, but now that <laughs> now that it's set up and like going, it's yeah, something I'm, that they're gonna have as a fallback forever now. I'm kind I'm kind of on the other end. I think that if there is another upsurge of of these new variants and that it's as bad as as. Uh, we took it for the first one. I think there will be a little bit of delays because they, they were, there was delays in COVID to begin with. And yeah, it, it, it was probably partially to do with the fact that they didn't have really the infrastructure set down for like remote work. But even remote work, like there's been a lot of people that have been saying that like remote work, while it's, it's not nice, as efficient as it's not as efficient. Exactly. Well, there's something about being in a space with other people. At this time. Exactly. And, and, and it, the, the biggest thing is like, it's not. It's efficient for some companies or for for some regions of of uh, of work, right? It's for some uh, genres or whatever you want to call them. But for like development, game development for creative teams, remote work is actually kind of harder for it because you're not there face to face, right? You're like you're, you're kind of you don't got that personal vibe going to it, which is is what a, a lot of creative stuff works off of at least. Well, watch uh, watch Grandma's Boy, though it's yeah, a crazy yeah. fucking movie. But Grandma's Boy, a couple of those scenes, like that environment and the environment of going to a game developer 
and the perks of like being working in a space that's just surrounded by video games like that is that is also part of that culture right um and part of that Yo, feeling if you want if you want a great show that uh goes into that kind of a mindset um mythic quest on apple tv yeah it's I've a really good show it's a really good show about a, a game dev studio it kind of uh it, 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 it parodies off of like early blizzard yeah let's check that out cool uh bill you said you had a question yeah uh what is your this is from jake uh what is your guys's take on gaming journalism in quotes <laughs> saying that elden ring is the gateway drug to the souls games the gateway drug I guess I could yeah, see that. I understand what that means, yeah. Because well, wouldn't I, the gateway open, be opening like... Up, so, opening up Souls games to the uh, general audience. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, I could kind of... That's finally going to have like... A broader audience. Main, yeah, broader mainstream appeal. Yeah, and maybe that way the people can like get a feel for it and, and go then back to the Souls games. Uh... uh I don't know how much of an effect Elden I don't, Ring will I don't, have. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be necessarily a gateway, but I think it'll it'll definitely succeed in in bringing a wider audience attention to it for sure. The, yeah, I think just based on the open world nature alone. Yeah, I think the the issue that I see though is that the people that are coming to it because for it's open reason. because it's open world when they go and play something in the back in like the Dark Souls. Or, or or demon souls or bloodborne world they're gonna feel claustrophobic um and hindered by that because i do think there are a lot of people that are gonna go into uh elden ring and i think because of the nature of it being open world it's gonna be an not necessarily easier game but it's not gonna be as dick kickingly difficult as what souls can be it's less I linear think, I, I think that the bosses from what I've seen of the bosses of Elden Ring, I think that's where your difficulty is going to lie. But I think they, through the open world nature, the like, they've given more avenues for you to get ready for the bosses. Do you think? Let me let me let me counter it with another question. Do you think that going forward, this changes Dark Souls games forever to be not forever, but for the next in a couple iterations to be open world only and not kind of no. on that path? I think Elden Ring is going to be their open world franchise if they choose to do sequels with Elden Ring. Um, as far as Miyazaki has still stated, Dark Souls is done. So moving forward, um, yeah, I guess from from software specific Souls games or the genre that they build games in, um, as long as they make sequels to Elden Ring, I think it's still going to have that open world nature. But if they resurge Dark Souls. I think it'll go back to a more claustrophobic level-based stylings. Cool. Same thing with Bloodborne 2. If Bloodborne 2 gets uh, gets developed, I think it'll still stick with uh, set paths and stuff. I don't think either of those games would thrive much like just from their loop in an uh, open-world environment. And I don't think that's something people would want from every game. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know that you're excited, man. 14 days. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's going to be a good time. Got both my pre-orders ready. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good time. 
Nice. Happy both you and Sin are getting your your, your babies this month. I know. God, feels, it's a good feeling, Bill. I can't wait for you to, to share in that glorious, you know, golden shower that is getting the games that you want. <laughs> golden showers are, are weird. Don't do that. It's also not sanitary. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys all for being here. Um, just as a reminder, we do this every other Thursday, um, starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here across all of our channels. Mine on Twitch, Scruffy's on Twitch, Enigma's on Twitch, and Bill's over on the YouTubes. Um, make sure that you guys tune in if you do want to be part of this amazing community. I mean, we've got anywhere, but, you know, it ranges anywhere from like 11 to 20 some odd people that are in here chatting and talking to us across all the different platforms. We engage with y'all. We talk to you guys one-on-one -on -one, and you become part of the show. And we love that. If you can't do that, hey, check us out. Anchor.fm backslash prepatch podcast. Listen to us on your favorite podcast app. Um, we're, like I said, up to 52. You are all the way up to current post this show. Um, and, you know, Again, we have a place where you guys can call in. What what is where do they do that from? They do that on the anchor.fm the message yeah, tab. Message tab. Message tab. Yeah. Leave a, a voice recorded message and and we have said in the past keep it you know relevant. Relevant and and nothing weird. Yep. <laughs> Please. We will shut that shit down. So, yeah. Uh but um you know, there's a lot of content out there guys. We you know, we love doing this. Um and you are one of the main reasons why we do this, I mean, we would get on here and just jabber on about shit anyway. You should see our podcast chat. The reason I couldn't find this fucking thing is because there are messages upon messages upon messages and just of random shit. So we would just do it anyway, but we love doing it for you guys. And we hope that you find enjoyment out of hearing four real ass dudes talk about real ass games and real ass issues and give you a complete unadulterated opinion on how we feel. And maybe you real ass shit, man. Yeah. Maybe you resonate. Maybe you're a bill. Maybe you're an enigma. Maybe you're a scruffy. And we nobody hopes to be a sinning because that's just too much salt in your life. You don't enigma, want so. you don't want that. So uh but in any case, guys, thank you all for being here. Join us again in two weeks, right here on all of our channels. Um, or like I said, download us on anchor.fm backslash prepatch podcast. But we will catch you guys next time. We are right, out. Later. Thank you.